We invite you here at For the Horde Radio to experience that which we do in the most unclouded version you can possibly have. You see, due to circumstances, which I will not go into here, basically, the show had about three days of recording before it was due. So basically, it was three days prior to showtime. And when you have such time constraints, there's no way you can really pull off a well-polished production as you guys are so used to hearing from us. And basically, we want you to experience what it's like. We want you to feel part of the show in a way you may never have felt before. So please, come and join us as we go into episode 42 of this very raw... And welcome to For the Lord Radio, episode 42. Thank you very much for downloading and listening to this show. Now, before we begin, I do want to state here for the record the reason this is a raw show is not because auntie ed is lazy it is because i cannot put a two-hour podcast together in two days so what you something has to be sacrificed and in this case it was the entire editing and polishing and bells and whistles that usually go on it so, yes, Auntie Ed cannot put a two-hour show together in two days. I'm sure some people can. I was not going to. So that is why this is a raw show. And, you know, it'll make you feel like you were there, right? You get to hear kind of almost a behind-the-scenes aspect to it, really. But I did notice, just as an aside, I did notice that upon telling... You'll know whose section... By the way, you're going to find out who does their own section. You kind of probably knew that already, but this will just clarify it in case there was any kind of doubt in your mind who takes care of their own pieces. Because the pieces that are totally raw are the ones that I do, uh, that I record uh, with with our staff and put together. Uh, the other ones, no. So you'll find out. But the ones that are done raw, you will... Uh, it was kind of neat because... I told them, I said, hey guys, we're, we're, you know, there's no editing, this is, I got two days that we're, we're just recording now, uh, can't do it. And it was like we're moving the safety net, so actually what you're going to find is, they're, they may not be as raw as you're thinking, but hey, we hope you enjoy it anyway. And on that note, uh, let us get into the show, which is actually, I don't have much to say, because I don't. Uh, I do want to give a huge shout out to the Off the Air Guild for helping me get my damn frickin' squash. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I got the damn squash with two days to spare. It was two days before the end of the event, and no squash had dropped for me. Not off uh, the horseman or off the damn innkeeper, who, believe me, I was mugging every hour. 
and all I'm getting is, you know, candy corn, a flimsy night elf mask. Thanks. I don't want that. And in the meantime, I'm hearing, like, throughout my guild, people going, oh, damn it, another squashling. Thanks. But huge shout-out to Off the Air for sticking it with me and, and making sure I got my squash. On the same token, my sympathies, my deepest, deepest sympathies go out to those who did not get the squash or the helm because they just didn't drop. I hate that about these achievements. I already went into this. I know I did. I, I hate that. So I am very sorry to those who did not have the luck and were not able to finish the achievement because of one or the other of those items. I am very truly sorry. And speaking of achievements, uh, we have the Pilgrims. How the hell do you get a thing in Warcraft called Pilgrim Anything? But I digress. That event is coming up, which should be interesting because it's brand new. Nobody's done this. This should be very, very interesting. Let's see how many bugs we can have tied into this event, shall we? So that promises to be unique. And also, of course, the ever-popular Winter Veil, which many of us have been through several times. And yes, that is the last stretch I need for that Violet Proto-Drake. Yes, it is. And after I get it, I'm never doing these achievements again for any alt ever, ever, ever. Okay, I say that now, but I'll probably crack. Anywho. So, yes, Winterville and your public service announcement that I put out about this time every year. Get your small eggs now, ladies and gentlemen. Now is the time to gather your small eggs before they become this scarce commodity or before you forget and you can't find them anywhere and people are selling them on the auction house for a hundred gold each. Sigh. Get your small eggs now. Now is the time to go out and farm them. So, and, and if you, hey, you can make some cash if you want to be the one to sell them for a hundred gold, although I don't approve of that. If you're going to sell them, I mean, sell them for a profit, but don't be nuts. Don't be insane. Of course, then the logic becomes, and I think I know we've talked about this too, <laughs> the logic becomes, well, people are willing to pay it. Why shouldn't I put it up for that much? All right. But to the rest of us poor slobs who don't have money coming out of anywhere, uh, try to, you know, for the do it for the wee levels. Think of the wee levels who don't have a lot of money and who just started playing this game. Think of them. If not for them, then who? So, yes, there is my public service announcement to you. And on that note, I really don't have anything else to go on about. There's no bee in my bonnet, other than the typical bees that are floating around, uh, that we always talk about. But basically, yeah, really don't have a, don't have an exciting tale to tell. Uh, the only exciting tale I had, Big V took in view. So he's already told the big tale uh, that I was going to tell, so I can't even tell that. And basically, yeah, I don't have a thing to talk about. So we're not going to dawdle on me going, I have nothing to say. I got nothing. I got absolutely nothing. I'm not going to go into that. Things have happened. I've been actually playing on my little baby warlock. Little baby who's actually into his mid-50s now. And just as a note, I'm just going to say this. And then we're going to move on. I'm going to say this. The hinterlands have been nerfed. The entire map has been nerfed. I didn't quite realize the full extent of this nerfing. I mean, I knew about the troll, that one troll, Jiddahada, I don't even know how you pronounce it. The one troll area that, yes, back in my day, it was the only instance that wasn't an instance. Remember this? With all those trolls and all, it was like a freaking, 
pyramid that you got to keep going up and up and up and up they used to be all elite it was the biggest pain in the freaking ass you needed a five man to do this but it was not an instance it was an outdoor instance and it had a ton of quests there and i remember even in my pally days it was still this bad because me and the insane bob priest went on and took it and figured okay i'll tank and you heal me and that was our plan and it took us three freaking days to do all these quests it was terrible and now it has been nerfed now this has been nerfed for quite some time but the rest of the area got nerfed too and i never quite realized until i ran the, the lock through how bad they nerfed it and on one hand i'm thinking hey this is easy and the other hand i'm thinking god i hate you blizz because of course i come back to the well, why did i have to do this twice no i'm sorry three times because the rogue remember my baby rogue yeah he's still around um baby rogue went through there too when it was unnerved so just slightly upset about that even the chicken quests have you seen this the the, the robot chicken quests have been nerfed totally when did this happen when did this happen why did i not get the memo who did not send me the memo about the robot chickens totally nerfed all of them which on one hand again is good that's a plus makes things easier on the other hand i sit there and go why did i kill myself on these stupid freaking quests and it got to the point where i almost didn't touch them on the lock i was in Feralus in the yeti cave where the chicken is and i had the little beacon on me and i figured ah what the hell what the hell let me see how quickly i die and I just did it. And I rope, you get the chicken out of the cave. You make a left. You get a pack of yetis that come on you. And then it goes, okay, I'm done. And it flies away. It putt-putts away. And I'm like, what? Uh, if I recall, I had to take you down this freaking road for about eight miles. And then go down to the dock. And then, you know, swim with you on my back across the ocean and, and everything. And now it's just like one hit. And that's it. One mob. And that's it and that's how it works for all of them now it's one mob you have one wave of a mob and then the chicken says okay i'm done thanks and flies away again this is good but on the other hand it is not so good because i sit there with a scowl upon my troll face going you know son of a bitch you know how many times i died doing this freaking chicken quest anywho so yes if you haven't or if you're rolling an alt hinterlands totally nerfed totally even the silver what the hell are they called silver howlers or something like that oh no 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 silver mane stalkers that was it silver mane stalkers which used to be a white wolf that was ghosted it was a stealth they ain't stealth no more they're not even white and all the quests out there on the horde side anyway have been like lowered you don't need you know 15 of them anymore you need five i have mixed feelings about this nerfing thing i can't wait to see what else has been nerfed as i go forward here but anyway, just as an aside, making mention of that, I am not, because that's it. That's all I've been doing is playing with the lock. I love the lock. Holy crap, I really am enjoying this lock to death. I am. He is just too much fun. I've watched simple stunts that I remember having a really hard time with, like, other characters. And all I keep coming back to is your clothy. Damn. So I really do take back what I said about the clothies being, like, squishy class. Not the lock. Okay, I'm going to say yes to the priest, though, because I tried. I got a priest up to 19, and I gave up on her because 
I was so sick of dying. I really was. And I know at that early age, well, as a cloppy, anything dies a lot. But I really got, I, I couldn't take it anymore. I couldn't. I just put her up on a shelf. Didn't delete her. She's still there in case I ever get, you know, that insane idea again to like, oh, I'll roll a priest. Yeah, right. Um, And I tried a mage once. I got a mage to the 15, but that didn't go anywhere either because of the same problem. But the lock, I'm really having a good time with. So rock on for locks. Anywho, I'll shut up. Enough of this. I ain't going on too much. Uh, didn't I say that when I started? Anywho, uh, that's, uh, well, that's what's been going on. So get your small eggs. Enjoy the pilgrim's bounty. I still don't understand how the hell we got pilgrims in WoW, but fine. And enjoy Winterfell. And the reason I'm giving you all this fabulous info now is because we are skipping our next show. And the next show that's going to come out is going to be at the end of December. Our target date is going to be December 27th for our next airing. So we're basically, we're skipping a show because we have in store for you a great, great holiday show. No, we will not be singing this year. I promise you. Okay. We won't sing. No one will even hum. Okay. That's it. So no, we, we, we won't torture you that way again, but we do have a great holiday show lined up for you guys, which I hope we can pull off. So on that note, um, we will not be airing in three weeks. We will be airing in six weeks. Yes, I know. So end of December, our holiday show will come out for you guys, and we hope you enjoy it. And on that note, and since I have no intro music, no, I don't, let us just get it here. I'll play it for you. Ready? Coming to you live from... Uh, that, you know, after all these uh, freaking two and a half years, you think I'd remember what his opening says? I don't. I'm sure some of you can, but I don't remember what he says. He says something about um, high atop of the mountain in a windy cavern or something, right? Right? Okay, maybe not. Anyway, here we go. View from the barn. So, this is the uh, unedited, unexpurgated version of... Uh... View from the barn. You're getting the raw feed this time, and I don't just, I don't mean you know grain right out of the husk either. It's from my mouth to your ears. Yes, it so, is. Uh, there we go. Moo. Now that we got that out of the way, we can move on. Yes, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what what all's happened since the uh, since the last show and. Actually, quite a bit's happened. Uh, yes. I finally, I finally hit eighty. Cal hit eighty. Cal hit the big ding. Hey, so yeah, and uh, honestly, do not feel any different than I did at level seventy-nine. <laughs> I got a couple of flat points out in the Ice Crown, which was nice, uh, and I rode all all around it on my uh, broom. Which, I miss my broom. That broom kicked ass. I really, really liked the broom. I don't know why they don't let you keep it. Eh, because they're dirty, rotten bastards. Bastards. Broom-hating, mother-grabbing, class-nerfing, horde-hating developers. Yes. Screw them all. With the broom. With the broom? <laughs> While you're riding it. Moo. Moo. 
<laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, I, I, I hit 80 and uh, I think it was like in the middle of the night or something like that. I can't remember really. It was really fairly anticlimactic. I was killing, I don't know, you know, big growling, you know, Viking looking things in that village where they all kind of live and mill around and they just walk and look menacing. Mm-hmm. I think I hit it there. Yeah. And you went, uh, ooh. Yeah, I said, ooh, well, great. Now what? And now you're done. Uh, Game's and over. okay, now my XP bar went away. And, uh, yeah, now I just got to work on rep. So, you know, I've decided I think I'm pretty much just going to stick with Prot as my spec because, yeah, I know where the buttons are. You know, I know what the abilities are. I know what they do. I know how long I can live. You know, I just don't have the freaking gear for that Fury stuff. And, you know, how do you get the gear for Fury stuff? Go in and, you know, go in and do the hard uh, instances. Go in and get this, that, and the other. Okay. Well, I suck. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> it's kind of like, all right, uh, I'll ride behind you on the short bus while you're in there, but it's not like I'm going to be, you know, terribly helpful. I mean, I'm going to, I'm that kid in the end. Yeah, I'm the equivalent of that, that kid that eats paste. <laughs> yeah, you know, in the in, you know in the instance, hey V, go get that. Hmm? Oh, okay, yeah. Um, swag, swag, swag. You know. Um. <laughs> so I don't know. It's I'm 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 having a hard time figuring out what I'm gonna do next. Cause you know you get that big letdown. It's like yes, no. And there's a ton of crap to do. I know there is. There's just a metric asshole of stuff that I can be out there doing. I mean, I can do the dailies. I can do the Argent Tournament. I can do, you know, go explore strange and exciting lands. You know, I can work on achievements. I can be like Bran and try to do insane in the membrane. Oh, God. Um... But I'm just kind of stalled. I'm sitting there going, hmm, now what? The world's my oyster, and where do I go from here? Hmm. So, um... There should be a term for that, because it happens at every cap. When it was 60, it happened. When it was 70, uh, it happened. Yeah. No, that's it. Sorry, no, I just... Okay. Like tuning the radio or something. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> no, because you, you always get that. It's that sort of. Yep. <sighs> okay. Yeah, it's like when you graduated from high school, college, you know. Mm hmm. Got your certificate of completion and attendance, you know, I mean, whatever. Um, and it's just like, okay, where do I go from here? 
and uh, I'm still hadn't really sat down on it yet. One thing that did kind of give me a glimmer of hope, though, is um, uh, Off the Air did uh, uh, did Ten Man Nax. I think it was Ten Man. Yes, it was. Hell, I don't know. Um, yes. You know, I mean, they could have told me I was, you know, in, you know. You know, a Rugal bunghole, and I wouldn't have known it. But <laughs> sure, all the spiders in here. Uh, <laughs> the um, so hey, we we did that, and I actually got to do uh, the last boss, um, and that was a good time. Thoroughly enjoyed that. Got a spiffy, spiffy purple cloak to go with my spiffy purple shield. And uh, Bran was nice enough to uh, fling me an enchant, and I can't remember what the enchant did, but it made my uber cloak even more uber, which was nice. I mean, you got to understand, too. I get gear like that. You know, I'm like the kid at Christmas. It's like, wow, it's my prized possession. If I was running, you know, if, you know, if my tar and hut was burning down, those are the two things I'd grab. You know, I wouldn't grab the pets. <laughs> You know, I'd grab the cloak and the shield. Of course. Absolutely. Yeah. Shoom. Oh, yeah. And uh, the di- and, and the uh, uh, the Darbu remote. Yeah. And the Brewfest Maiden. Yeah, I'd grab those. And that's all I need. I don't and, need anything else. And, well, oh, wait, wait. And the, and the fiery uh, fire flame statue. You know, that looks like it's something out of a James Bond, out of the opening credits of a James Bond movie. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that one. Yep. And if you dance with it, you turn into, you know, the opening credits of a James Bond movie, too. I mean, how freaking cool is that? I mean, yes. I do that while I'm waiting on, uh, while I'm waiting on the bus, you know. Just waiting on it, and there I am, turning into a flaming drana. You know, just singing Live and Let Die or something. You know, <laughs> do a kill. You know, whatever. Um, <laughs> except not that crappy Depeche Mode one they did. No, sorry, not interested in that. Um, anyway. Um, so, yeah, that's what that's the stuff I would grab. Oh, yeah, and the, and the baleful, the horseman's baleful blade. Because it's purple, too. And, you know, Pumpkin. and combat punk and shoot out of it oh, how That's cool awesome. is that i mean seriously i do that every every chance i can and actually i'll do that just standing around in dalaran here <laughs> let me fling the pumpkins out Boom. gotta love that well and you know what was fun too is when the uh when the horseman would get to the point where he was flinging pumpkins so would i oh yeah yeah, it's like, oh yeah, bring, yeah, I got, I got, you know, I got orange fruit for you here, buddy. Now, speaking of witches, pumpkin fruit or vegetable? I don't know. I don't know. I think it might be a fruit. It could be. I think uh, it's a fruit. Yeah, I don't know. If anyone kind of, knows, let us know. Yeah, please let us know. And the same thing with the pineapple. Oh, isn't that a fruit? I th- I'm pretty sure the pineapple is a fruit. Yeah, it could be. Okay. It looks like a fruit. Tastes like a fruit. Yeah. Yeah, because it's not icky like a veg. Well, technically now tomatoes are a fruit. Yeah. Well, yeah, tomatoes and, are icky too, though. Yeah. So. 
Yeah, I mean, because no, I mean, notice there's no, uh, you know, there's no tomato food in the game, so. Yeah. Actually, there very well may be, and I just don't know about it. Yeah, I don't don't know. Well, there's the Telebream bananas, which I've got a I've got a hunter pet that quite likes those, but you know, hey, you know, he gets thirty five happiness from it. There you go. Yeah. Well. All right. Yeah. Man, I feel like this is an episode of Seinfeld or something. It's the, it's the view about nothing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but we did Nax, and Nax was fun. I really, really enjoyed that. And I got an emblem of, you know, uh, whatever. The emblem of Shave Nether Regions. I don't know what they are now. I mean, I had to ask. I, said, you know, I had to ask. Yeah, I think I asked Brown. I said, well, okay, what are these? Well, they're this, that, and the other. Okay, do what? So what do I do with them? Well, you can turn them in for such and such. Do y'all want to do that? Probably not. Okay, I won't do that. And I went and I looked and I was like, wow, if I only get 400 more of these, that'll be awesome. <laughs> I will be so uber. Yeah, because then you can like, trade them in for super uber things. And yeah. yeah, I'll never freaking see that. No, uh-uh. I'll never see that, no. Well, no, I mean. I can't even get the shoulders based on the old Stonekeeper shards. Are you kidding? It's a Stonekeeper shard. Yeah, it was the same thing that you got from the old in- instances. Oh, I think I've seen those. You must have some. You yeah. You must have some. Uh, were they any good? Are they any good now? Yeah, apparently uh, we had a very big discussion about this just the other night because I was, like, asking, what do I do with these? Can can I still use them? And apparently if you go to Wintergrasp, you can trade them in for that, like, oh, I don't know what they call it, the legendary stuff that you can, it's account bound, not so bound. Oh, 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 that's the the heirloom stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that stuff. So you could, like, buy stuff with that, but it costs a lot. And I don't have enough of those. No, Actually, seriously, if I could I combine them, I could, but I, I don't have enough individually. Yeah. Well, I'm just, I just need more bag space. Mm, yeah, I hear that. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, <laughs> you know, I would love to do more raids, but you know, I just, I, I can't see it happening. It's, you know, at some point it will. I'm sure I'll get in one here and there, and you know, I'll get the, you know, the emblem of noob raiderness but <laughs> yeah beyond that and i tanked again the other night yes just kind of off the cuff boom i tanked now i, I was had there tanked. i witnessed it that's right you did yeah okay well i don't have to tell that story then because you know it i already know it so i don't need to hear it again okay all right, all right. well if you want to go get a sandwich or something i mean i'm all gonna right. tell it but <laughs> you know i'm gonna tell it because uh, hell i gotta have something to fill up this segment and you know I can talk about what the cow is scratching, but I don't think anybody will want to know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, if you want, if you want to go off, you know, I don't know, have a cup of coffee, you know, get a sandwich, well, no, some sort of tasty I'll, I'll... pastry. I mean, I'm I'm good <laughs> with that, but you know, I'm I'm gonna right. tell, I'm gonna tell the story. You're gonna tell it, all right? Yeah. Okay. So. I'll um, make sa- I, I can make sound effects in the background. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. Maybe All some right. intro music. Uh, okay. Um. Dee 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 dee. Okay. Go. 
Okay, maybe something. <laughs> okay, something maybe a little more epic, more on the lines of. Of two thousand and one or something. Well, or maybe like the like a James Earl Jones voiceover, you know, or just yeah, that guy, you know, that one movie voiceover dude that says, you know, the story of a cow. In an instance, tanking. You know, sort of the Shatner with an interesting voice. Well, you already did your own intro. You're good. That was very slippery of you. It was. See, I don't that's why quite I, um... know how to feel. I don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> okay, maybe we'll go back to the fruit bat music you just did. <laughs> So, anyway, somebody said, hey, you want to do Hot Guard Keep? Yeah, sure. And the next question is, where is it? <laughs> okay, well, we get there, and we still can't find it. And I'm flying around on my <laughs> slow freaking flying mount. Can't find anything. So we eventually find it, and we go in, and oh, my Lord, there's just stuff all over the place in there. I don't remember a damn thing about it, but I do remember I tanked. And I do remember... And did I die? No, I don't think you did. No, I don't think we did. No, no, no I didn't die. Nope. Oh, yeah, I remember when I did die, though. <laughs> oh, I died and died quite a bit when uh, uh, we uh, raided... Um, oh. Yeah. When yeah. Rated Iron Forge. Iron Forge, yeah. Okay, now who'd have thought? All right, the cow is on a raid Iron Forge. Holy crap. 40 Not sure how man. Yeah, by 40 the way, man. stress that. <laughs> yeah, 40 man. And these were like 40 people that were just plugged out of nowhere. Who was running that anyway? Bugs. Our bugs. Buddy bugs. Oh, our Holy bloody bugs. Crap. I don't know how he did it. Yeah, I mean, he was like the used car sell- salesman of raids. <laughs> I mean, it was like, you know, people just showed up, and you could just imagine him on the other end of it going, all right, come on down. I mean, he was like, you know, Beetlejuice or something. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we got plenty of snakes and rats for little parts to play with. You know, I mean, something like that, I'm sure. But, oh, God. So here we are. We, uh... Yeah, we do it. You know, we get to Iron Forge the way you need to get there. You go through Nomer, and <laughs> okay, there are forty of us there, and we're hauling it over to Iron Forge. And we see this. There was this one night elf. Yes. On... Did you... hmm? I'm sorry. I... Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's this one night elf, and the night elf sees us, and just like slowly starts backing away. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, let me, let me set this up a little bit. Uh, it goes back to, you know, comments that I've made previously about, you know, the various and sundry ass poppery of, uh, you know, the so-called uber elites, you know, whereas, you know, we're pretty casual. We're the, we're, we're the short bus, you know, <laughs> We are the um, anti... Uh, we're the anti, you know. Just anti. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, we're kind of like the Clash without as much spitting. Um, 
Not the Clash, sorry. The uh, Sex Pistols. The Clash were actually kind of cool. Anyway. Um, and that just, I think, probably went by about half our listeners' heads. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so, there's this one guy, and he's... Uh, yeah, they're all throwing out, oh, we need healers. How many healers do we have? How many? I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, I don't say this because, eh, you know, I, I ain't got an opinion really. But it's healers. Honestly, we need healers? No. You just go in there and start wailing on crap. Oh, if we got healers taking up spaces, then that's just people that aren't doing damage. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, ram it down their throats, boys. Come on, bring all, bring all the death you can. Um, so um, he called us a colorful word. Yes, he did. Blank idiots. And I ing, remember yeah. just. I think you could say ing idiots. Yeah, and, ing idiots. Yes. Well, uh, you'll get the rest. Yeah, ing idiots. And I type in, because by that time, I have an opinion. So, why is this guy still in the raid? (laughs) And shortly thereafter, he was not. Well, the the thought was, we hear hear back, somehow or another, I'm not real sure how, that they are locked and loaded waiting for us in Iron Forge. And the thought is, okay, the guy got on his alliance tune and, you know, tipped everybody off, which, okay, well, that probably was. And there was some snark going on with some of the non-off-the-air people saying, oh, yeah, it was probably the guy you kicked. Yeah, probably. Oh, can't, please, lick my pouch. I don't care. <laughs> um, uh, and here we are censoring Ing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There, you can say all three of those words on TV. Thank you. Um, <laughs> just not in the same send. Not just after each other. If you say, um, okay, listen. George Carlin had it right. Yes, he did. Okay. Rest his soul. Rest. <laughs> rest, rest his. his soul. <laughs> um. So, anyway. So here we are. We're hauling it up to Iron Forge, and you know somebody says at some point, I can't remember when. Anybody know where this guy is? <laughs> Ooh, that could be a handy little piece of information to have. <laughs> so we're running, we're running, we're running, and I somehow or another I make it up front. I think everybody stopped, and I was just kind of ah hell, let's go. Ah. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. were in the lead there for a while. That was funny. <laughs> Yeah, there, there's the cow all by himself up front, like, wee! <laughs> I know, here I am, I'm going through the gates of Iron Forge, I'm going through that long tunnel, and I realize that it's just me. <laughs> you know, the big red words, you know, Iron Forge, Alliance Territory. Ooh, and there's nobody with me. <laughs> ah, yes, ain't this grand. So there I am, hauling it. Now, here in my headphones, go, Fee, go! I'm about to go to to the spirit healers where I'm about to go. So I'm running, and there's nobody there. Nobody's in there waiting on us because I had time to take a wrong turn. Yep. (laughs) And then go, oh, wait, crap. Yeah, Bronzebeard's back here. 
and I run up the steps and I whack him. And then it was a gorgeous thing. I happened to pan my camera back around and just spilling through the door <laughs> was the rest of the raid. It's like, and I tell you, we took him down pretty hard. Yes, we did. I mean, and it. I mean, there were there was very little ceremony about it. It was, yeah, uh, bastard, whack, 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 and then he'd run around, and we'd whack him some more. And I don't really know what the hell he did, or really what he looked like, because he, we were just on him. There were a few times he ran away from me. And I'm like, wait a minute, what do you mean he's too far away to attack? Where the hell is he? Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's that other dwarf over there. Good. Um, well. After we down, you know, Magni Bronzebeard or whatever the hell his yes, short fuzzy name is. Short fuzzy. It's like, okay, we're out on storm wind. Everybody to the tram. Okay. Yeah, we were we were very pumped by that point. Seriously. We were and seriously I ran pumped. back in I ran back out into the hall and I got stun locked so hard. Oh. That, you know, I and I'd never really been properly stunlocked before <laughs> it is such a maddening aggravating hellish feeling that it made me want to go roll a rogue right then so i could do it to other people actually was it the rogues or was it the guards because the guards do some kind of stun thing that like slows you down no i was like could not move could not, I mean, seriously, couldn't scratch nothing. <laughs> there I was. And then I was dead. So. <laughs> well, apparently they had a huge waiting party in Stormwind for everybody. Oh, let me just tell you right now. Because <laughs> so, I missed that. I was killed before I could make it. Okay, well, I died. And then I ran back to my corpse. And then I got summoned to, um tram on the other side of uh in stormwind so as i've spent some time piddling around in the alliance once again i'm off i le i don't know if i led the charge but i was definitely moving and we ran up that big hall in uh stormwind keep holy crap there were a good 20 level 80s waiting on us <laughs> easily and a bunch of other stuff i mean i'm sure they had artillery there <laughs> i'm re i really think so and maybe you know some civil war skirmishers or something like that i had never seen anything like it i couldn't even find varian wren <laughs> so i just ran up to somebody and just started hitting them because i'm a cow and that's what we do uh, then, let's well, see, then we, think, yeah, then we tried, um, <laughs> the, the night elf chick. Yeah, then we tried the night elf chick. That bitch had it coming. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she did. Um, but the best part about that was, which boat do we take? Oh. We take the no. one on the, the, the one straight ahead or the one on the right? Oh, we take the one on the left. Yeah, if you want to go back to the pit of doom and Stormwind, yeah, haul your ass from the dock to Stormwind Keep. Yeah, see how long that's going to take you. Oh, no thanks. Well, by this point, we started losing folks. 
Yeah, yeah. People were we, dropping like flies. Yeah, we had we did not have forty people by the time we made it to the night elf chick. You know, and we could have had the night elf chick too. We were doing pretty damn for those well. Freaking hunters. Oh yeah, all of a sudden like ten, fifteen, twenty, I don't even know how many freaking hunters show up out of nowhere. You know, they're like shooting us from the ground floor. I mean what yeah. the heck? Yeah, we and we did not have I think we got down by half by then. She was a little more than half, I think. Well, I mean, our people. We had like 20 people by that point. Yeah, well, the fact that we got her down as hard as as you know, far as mm-hmm. we did with only half of our people, it's pretty impressive. I was, I, I am inclined to agree, but that pretty much ended our romp. Yeah, it uh, did, except for the people the people who were not in off the air who said, okay, well, we'll let it go. We'll come back in an hour, yeah, and we'll just mass res right here. Sure. They won't see that coming. Well, they may not after an hour. That's a long wait. Yeah. But, I don't know. But, but anyway. Yeah. So. Um, we pretty much gave up at that point. But it was still cool that we took down the Dwarf King. We did. Um, the thing is, nobody wanted to take down the Gnome King. Because you don't get anything for him. No, you don't. Which just pretty much sums up Gnome's... In and of themselves, you know, pretty worthless, actually. Mm-hmm. You, you kill the king, you get nothing. What is this? It's regicide. And you get nothing? He's not even worth anything. Yeah. God. So, yeah. I think we did a guard after that. Yep. Did we? Yes, Okay. We did. Yeah. All right. And, and there that's, you go. Yeah, that's pretty much all the cool stuff that I've been doing lately, and uh, and I got nothing else. Okay. So, there we go. There we go. And that was View from the Barn. Screw you guys. I'm going home. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Add-ons You Never Knew Existed, and ones that you could probably live without. I'm your host, Grandmaster Z, and today we will be looking at two add-ons that have been rattling around in my interface directory wanting to get out. For long-time listeners, you will recall that in episode 24, I mentioned a nice little add-on called CraftList 2. This was an add-on that allowed people to whisper you a specific phrase, and the add-on would respond with what you could craft with your trade skills. Alas, that add-on has been abandoned and no longer functions properly due to patches. However, I've gone into my Zath cave and I've found you a replacement. Do you ever get tired of people asking, Can you make such and such? Or, Hey, what type of things can you make to boost my agility? If so, then Crafty Gnome is for you. Crafty Gnome will allow other players to whisper you a command to see what you can cook, enchant, tailor, craft, leatherwork, etc. CG does this all very quickly without any interaction from you, so it will not interrupt your questing or your rating. It's a nice little add-on that fills a need very, very well. The author also claims that it is at least half the size of Craftlist 2 as well, so that's a plus. If it's something that you feel like testing out, it can be picked up at curse.com. 
Now, this next add-on won't help your gameplay at all, but it's cool nonetheless. Are you addicted to Twitter? Have you ever wanted your followers to know exactly how much time you spend in WoW? How about letting the world know when your character has gained an achievement or has run a raid? Well, loyal listeners, Tweetcraft will do exactly that. Just because you're socially isolated doesn't mean you can't be social. Tweetcraft is an outside application that incorporates with WoW to bring Twitter into your game. With it, you can see what your friends and family are tweeting, and be able to tweet to let them know about that uber drop you just got. It will also auto-tweet when you gain an achievement, with the ability to automatically upload a screenshot to TwitPic. To pick it up, just head on over to tweetcraft.codeplex.com, or just follow the links that are in the show notes. If you also want Tweetcraft to tweet when you gain a level, you can pick up DingTweet from Curse.com. An add-on for an add-on. What is the world coming to? And finally, you will recall last episode I reviewed an add-on called Guildtax. As the pod was released, the author updated the add-on with a feature to send all your donations and evasions to Guildchat with no way of disabling this. The outcry from the user base has been tremendous, and now I join with them in protesting this new feature. The author has said that this was added due to multiple requests. The author also stated that this feature would never be able to be disabled, but as of one week ago has stated that the ability to disable the guild chat spamming will be in a future release, but for now, it stays just as is. Therefore, I am revoking my GMZ seal of approval for this add-on. I don't like that the add-on spams my donations, and I suspect that many of you won't like it either. If you don't mind this new feature, well, that's fine, but until it's resolved, I will not be using this add-on. So, until next time, this has been Grandmaster Z for For the Horde Radio, saying, Give me the child. Through dangers untold and hardships unnumbered, I have fought my way here to the castle beyond the Goblin City to take back the child that you have stolen. For my will is as strong as yours, and my kingdom is as great. You have no power over me. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another wonderful episode of your Zog Blog. I'm uh, still out of the apartment, uh, out of the loft, sitting there uh, outside the smoothie bar. I was allowed to keep my mailbox. Thank God. Now, before I get into everything, I'm going to give a huge shout-out to Nero for running me through everything and basically being responsible for roughly about, oh, 15-plus of my levels. He's been running me nonstop. It's been awesome. It's been fun. Thank you. You are a godsend. Now, moving on, I'm going to talk about today my brand-new MacBook Pro. Oh... Oh, my undeath day came and went, and I was very pleasantly surprised to find that in my mailbox was awaiting a very shiny, very new Apple computer. And this thing is just... Ah, I was actually able to pull my death knight out to Dalaran. It was just miracles, miracles. Let me let me describe to you how awesome this is. I am playing WoW in windowed mode with ultra graphics with Firefox and Safari open along with iTunes, MSN, Skype, and Vent. No lag. Not even a smidgen of it. Not a second. Not a bleep. No lag. None. Zero. Nada. It's awesome. 
Awesome, awesome, awesome. Ahem. 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 Moving on. As many of you have now noticed that, yes, I am a druid, and I have pointed this out before, but druids, they're, they're very misunderstood. Most of them look at them as tree-hugging hippies. I look at them as nature's weapons of mass destruction. I mean, think about it. I have the ability to cause earthquakes, tsunamis, hurricanes, typhoons, thunderstorms, all sorts of natural disasters. And natural disasters are just amazing for wrecking everyone's lives. So I ask you truly, what could be more evil than that? Okay, are we good? No more... Lol, who would have thought it? Zog is a druid. Lol, lol, lol. Druids are evil too. They're evil. Alright? Just, just accept it. <clears throat> but that being said, at first I didn't really enjoy the druid class. It was, it was very eh, bland, I felt. It was just a homogenization of everything. And then I hit my boomkin. Oh, and I love it. 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 I love being the boomkin so much. You don't even understand this. I mean... I understand why they call it the boomkin, and I realize that at first that, you know, you're more of an oomkin because you don't really have a lot of mana, but thanks to Nero's assistance and guiding me to get gear and all these things, I am not a boom. I am not an oomkin, I am not a boomkin, I am a doomkin. Yes, I am the evilest druid ever. I blow everything up. Everything. It says, oh, look at that, a rabbit. Boom! Where'd it go? Don't know. It exploded. Blood all over the walls. Awesome. Awesome, 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 awesome. So I have to say that while the druid levels are not necessarily, well, you know, lower levels for being a druid are not necessarily the funnest thing on the earth. But, you know, the higher levels, it's really starting to become a blast. And it's just awesome, 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 awesome. Ah, now, let's see. Do, 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 mail. Ah, yes. I can check my mailbox. Oh, before I check that mailbox, um... I recently ran into some trouble with my WoW application. Now, mind you, it's not my computer's fault. This thing could never do any wrong. But uh, when I installed the game on this computer, somehow it messed up. Yes, so I tried to install the update, and it would not let me. It was like, installer cannot be found. You have to reinstall. And I went, WTF, what the fuck? OMG, this is not happening. Unfortunately, it was happening, and I was forced to reinstall my entire client. All three... Ex three? No, not three. Two. All two expansions and the original game. And then I had to download all the patches on top of that. I was extremely frustrated. And then, after that, I still goes, you may need to reinstall your client again. Uh, again, because why? Because the installer couldn't download. The, the, the Blizzard downloader could not be installed. But, but, but I just spent like two and a half hours downloading everything again. So, good individual that I am, very patient, understanding, merciless individual I am, I decided to endure reinstall everything again. So I had to reinstall the game twice just to be able to play after one patch. Frustrating. I mean, so irritable at Blizzard right now, you don't even understand. That being said, I also transferred over to the Battle.net account, and I will say that the Penguin Pet, it's... it's... Hold on. 
Oh, hold on, I have to stomach saying this word. I don't say this word very often, but it's adorable, okay? Yes, I said it. It's adorable. The penguin is just the cutest thing on the freaking planet. I love it. Anyways. Alright, check this mailbox here. Do, 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 do. Oh. oh, whoa. I, I, whoa. I actually got... Who sends me mail? Who, send, who sends me mail? Alright, let's see. Um, oh, it's from uh, jail. Okay. Dear Z, on October 29th, oh, my birthday, incidentally, around 4 a.m., I was picked up for a VOA 10-man group. The raid leader, I'm a Shasta, and a healer, Ick, alt plus 20203 to make the E. Oh, I see, I see for the pronunciation. Moving on. We're, members of a, uh, we're mem- both members of a guild by the name of Simplexity. We went... We downed the Tier 9 boss, and the mount dropped. I'm a Shasta, the master looter, posted the mount in a raid warning, followed by the word, roll. So the raid members all rolled, and the lowest was two, uh, was a two, and I can't remember who rolled it. The second lowest to roll was a seven, by Ick. Or Ick, as I'm just going to call him. I'm just going to call him Ick. The highest roll was 88 by me, Jolie. That's me. An alt. The master looter gave Ick the mount, his guildy. As you might have th- expected, the raid fell apart upon getting back to Dalaran. These bastards thought it was so damn funny that they bragged about it in trade chat. I would really like for you guys to call these bastards out so that everyone will know not to run with them. Always listening and helping you out in a thousand needles. Gel. Well, for one, this... That... Ah! That's not appropriate. That's not cool. That's not... No, 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 no. These guys, these guys go on the lynch list. This isn't just... Oh, God. That's that's ridiculous. He rolled a seven. And the... the, the, the ah. no, no. Just no. Well, Jail, I am extremely sorry that that has happened to you. That is absolutely ridiculous. But... Oh, what's this? He sent a, a follow-up email. Interesting. Update on the ninja looters. Okay, let me open this one. So it goes on. Dear Z, so the GM I spoke with uh, went and read on the forums about the issue, after which he told me that my mount would be mailed with me to me in the next few minutes. Smiley face. However, I would still like to make sure that these simplexity bastards, by the name of I'm a Shasta and Ick, are known by all as ninja-looting pieces of shit. Sincerely, Jail. Well, here you go. Fellow for the Horde listeners, Simplexity, specifically I'm a Shasta and Ick, spelled with E-K, are ninja-looting pieces of shit. Uh, let's see, moving up. Another one? Oh my god, what now? Another, another update on ninja-looting bass. Ugh. Okay, let's open this up. Dear Z, so apparently Blizzard does not allow people to post information about ninja looters on their forums. Here is the post that I put on WoW uh, forum that got me banned. Um. Okay, let's see. Hmm. He was banned for 72 hours for posting harassing or defamatory information towards others. FYI, Simplexity admits to being ninja looting uh, to being ninja looters. 
I'm a Shasta, a ninja the mount, and VOA to his guildy, Ake, instead of me, who won the role. They then went into Trade Trap bragging about being ninja looters. Huh. Okay, so Blizzard Blizzard supports Blizzard supports ninja looters. Is, is everybody is everybody is everybody on the same page with this here? This is blatant proof that Blizzard supports ninja looters. What the hell is that? What the hell? What the, that's ridiculous. They're supposed they're supposed to be the people who are trying to prevent this sort of crap from happening. It's ridiculous. So what I don't what I don't understand is the fact that they gave him a mount. They gave him they're like, "Oh yes, that was terribly wrong of them. Here is your mount. It will it will be in your mailbox within the next couple of hours." Why, thank you. I'm just going to make sure that everyone else is aware that they do this sort of thing for fun. Blizzard goes, "No, we're going to ban you." What the hell? That's unbelievable. Anyways, just just clarifying this, I'm a Shasta and Ick of Suplexity Guild on whatever server, on the Mataron server, I believe, are absolute jackasses, and please do not run with them, and if you see them, gank them. Anyways, moving, whoa, what's this? What, what, what is this? It's an audio tape. Who sends me an audio tape? From yours truly, love you so much. Okay. Let's see, where did I... Uh, hmm. it's, it's around here somewhere. Ah, there it is. Alright, put the disc in here, and uh, there we go. Um, hello? Um, okay. Oh, yeah, this is my smell. Yeah, sorry, I'm like so nervous. Um, I'm calling for Zog. He's like, my god, he's like the most awesome thing ever. Um, and I'm like totally his like number one fan. You have no idea. Like, my god, his voice is just so sexy. And like, when he was talking about the Wrathgate, like, I listened to that, like, 20 times. Oh, my God. You, like, have no idea. Uh, and, like, I was wondering if you knew where he was. Um, because I'm, like, in Undercity, like, um, outside his apartment. Um, I've been here for, like, six hours. And... I don't know, I'm just so nervous, like, sometimes I, I won't even, like, knock on the door, I'll just stand there for, like, two hours, and I'll get so nervous, but then, you know, I'm, I get the courage, and I go up and I knock on his door, but then he doesn't answer, so, um, I don't want to, like, bug him, I just want to say how awesome he is, and, like, um, oh, yeah, um, do you know if he has a girlfriend? Like, that would be, like, totally awesome if he didn't. Because I, like, totally want to date him. You have no idea. Like, he's made my life so much better. Like, before I even heard his voice, like, my life just sucked. 
like I wasn't I'm not popular and like nobody likes me I don't I don't know why I'm not you know I'm not mean I I, I don't what anyway um man I'm so nervous you have no idea um oh yeah I also can you tell dog that I have like 12 cases of like cherry coke in my garage um for him and like I have every season of robot chicken and I just wanted to like hang out and just drink cherry coke and watch robot chicken and I have a little bit of money but not a lot because I just got um, paid and we can go get a Big Mac um, totally, like, I know this place, they have, uh, Cherry Coke and Big Mac, and, oh, man, I'm so nervous, I'm just, ugh. like, I don't know, man, you have no idea, I, like, I'll, like, fast forward the podcast to Zog's blog, and, like, just listen to that over, and over, and over, and, oh my god, it just makes me so mad, when you guys like make fun of him because like he didn't do anything to you you know he's just you know he's just a person and he has feelings and you like you shouldn't make fun of him and well anyway i don't know but i just i want to know where zog is i just want i want to hang out with him and i don't know how much longer i can like stand here because my mom's gonna pick me up soon and then I have to go eat dinner and oh no my mom's coming hey um I have to go um but yeah you have my number and if you see Zog please please tell him that I just want to talk to him I just want to say I love you Zog (laughs) I'm gonna cry Um, <clears throat> awkward. Well, that explains all the uh, knocking at my door back when I had one. Um, disturbing. I think immensely, immensely. Disturbing. Um. Okay. Ah. Ooh. Cherry Coke. Mm. Uh. Not necessarily sure how I feel about that one. Um. Um. Mostly, I feel like going into hiding now. Um. Under a rock. For a long while. Um. Um. I'm. I'm all for showing your fan. You know, showing your fan of uh, for the horde and uh, me here, but um. Yeah, disturbing. Very. That's that's bringing up a lot of insecurity problems right there for me. Um, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Let's see. I'm just gonna set it over here and uh, cast immolate. There we go. And I never have to listen to that one again. Okay. Uh, well, uh, I'm pretty sure that covers us for. Uh, covers us for this month's Zog blog. Um, I will hopefully see you all and or hear you all from you again. 
I like having emails. This is very nice. I enjoy that greatly. And uh, yes, I shall see you in December. So um, I'm going to hide now. Um, there's there's somebody coming. I don't know who it is, but it's it looks like a female. So I'm going to hide. Uh, maybe maybe behind the counter of the smoothie bar or something. Um, all right then. Um, very well. Strength and honor for the horde. Get up early when the sleeping pill wakes me. I take a wake up pill to fill with energy. I power on hard and I check my messages. But I don't have any messages. I take a driving pill and head to my car. I drive around a bit because work isn't very far. I call my phone and I check my messages. But I don't have any messages. All I know, driving on drugs feels better when they're prescription. All I know, the world looks beautiful. The world looks so damn beautiful. Fantastic, and I never felt as good as how I do right now. Except for maybe when I think about how I felt that day, when I felt the way that I do right now, right now. I feel fantastic, and I never felt as good as how I do right now. Except for maybe when I think about how I felt that day, when I felt the way that I do right now, right now, right now. Work is anything but quiet these days. I try to mitigate my concentration rates. I can see the day unfold in front of me So I take the stairs and hit the gym The phone is ringing when I get to my desk What was the sting and now a sharp pain in my chest So I take a call the next and just chill And then it's time for lunch again All I know is work is easy When you don't stress out about deadlines All I know is to take my medicine I always take my medicine Fantastic, and I never felt as good as how I do right now. Except for maybe when I think about how I felt that day, when I felt the way that I do right now, right now. I feel fantastic, and I never felt as good as how I do right now. Except for maybe when I think about how I felt that day, when I felt the way that I do right now, right now, right now. precarious situation. They're in a desperate attempt to try to find an... And that being what the weather's going to be like for Sinjin Village today. Just keep in mind, you'll be listening to WVDOO. That'd be right, you'll be listening to the voodoo. As we like to say, come get you the voodoo. 
Well, hey, how you all doing out there, cats and dogs and everybody in between? This here is your mad chef cooking in the kitchen, Dr. Z. <laughs> yes, and on today's show, Explosive Cooking, what we're going to be focusing on for our mm, raison d'etre, if we're going to go with that fancy elf talk, what we're going to be focusing on today is meals to be made for the upcoming Pilgrim's Progress. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be focusing on that fabulous holiday where we stuff our stomachs as full as they possibly can. And ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, it's a good thing to be on a troll during this holiday. So if you stretch your stomach too far, it can just regenerate. We'll be back in just a second. <laughs> All right. So one of the major things that I wanted to focus on for today's show is a long-standing debate that actually rages between both the Alliance and the Horde when it comes to the culinary habits of yours truly. Well, perhaps not Dr. Z in particular, but all trolls of particular stripes. And that is the entire discussion on the concept of cannibalism. Now, first and foremost, before we go ahead and uh, get into the recipes for this show, we're going to have to play the scholar game a little bit. What exactly do I mean by that? Well, we have to slap a definition on the term of cannibalism. What exactly is it and what does it mean? Now, <clears throat> in strictest terms, cannibalism really means a being that feasts upon members of its own species. Now, let me tell you, there are a few parts of female trolls I don't mind hmm, tasting from time to time. <laughs> but no self-respecting troll would want to mow down on one of his fellow trollish members. There's a couple good reasons for that. First and foremost, we taste horrible. Yes, this is true, ladies and gentlemen. While troll jerky may be a staple for some of the Wendigos out there, I can guarantee you we rank somewhere between mm, a dog turd burger and uh, drinking the stuff in the moat in the Undercity. Yeah, we're not exactly high on the flavor scale. But, that being said, there are certain ritualistic things within the troll culture that have been known to be misconstrued as cannibalism. First and foremost, the eating of hearts and brains of the enemies. Well, this is not a show on spiritualism, and I can guarantee you this, there is no defined method for cooking such, uh, mm, comestibles, if you will. So we're just gonna skip past this topic. But... This does nothing to reduce the arguments that, oh, trolls are cannibals because you eat other sentient creatures. Creatures that can think. Well, let's get this off the chest right away. I am not going to argue that point. But I do happen to have a nifty little counter-argument. Especially for you druids out there that seem to think that eating vegetables does nothing to harm the nature. Speaking as a shaman who happens to be connected to the elements themselves, thank you very damn much, all I have to do is simply this. Hey, druids, you really think that there's not a spirit living within them vegetables you be mowing down on? I can guarantee you this, brothers and sisters. I have heard the screaming of the carrots. 
Ah, yes, the screaming of the carrots as you chew upon them. If you think being a vegetarian is nonviolent, go ask a tree how it feels when you rip one of its young off its limbs and chew upon its fleshy interior. Ha ha ha! All right, me being vicious aside, let's go ahead and get down to the nitty-gritty for the show. <clears throat> if we're going to talk about cannibalism, we do have to talk about the different flavor potential when it comes to the other sentience that uh, us trolls may run across. First and foremost, let's get this off our chest right now. We do not eat other members of the Horde. We do not. We do not commit acts of cannibalism on our brothers and sisters. Once again, this reason is twofold. First off, Thrall, in his great wisdom, has essentially outlawed the acts of cannibalism within trollish members of the Horde. For this, I will commend him. But, he has kind of limited our menu. Oh well. The second reason is simply this. Let's take a look at the different members of the Horde for a second. Orc meat? Mmm. Remember how I said the troll meat tastes uh, somewhere akin to a dog turd burger? Orc meat tastes like a dried out dog turd burger. Yeah. See, the problem is with orc meat is that it is over-musculated and has a lot of connected tissue in it. What exactly does that mean when cooking? Well, it means that the meat dries out like you would not believe. And the jerky, you know, even though the meat might dry out quick, the jerky ain't worth a damn. Orc meat is definitely not recommended. Let's move on over to the elves for a second. Yes, the newly integrated members, the blood elves. You know what? I'm going to hold off on them for a second. <laughs> uh, mainly because they still have some problems with us. Mm, why is that? Well, let's be honest here, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, cats and dogs. Elf meat is good. That's the problem. That's the problem. You know, there's nothing quite like elf... Boy, I was about to be dirty there for a second, say elf breast, but <laughs> let's pull our minds out of the gutter, shall we? No, a good thigh or a good cut of elf brisket is just exactly what a good troll likes. They have wonderful flavor to them, and they also are very, very lean cuts of meat for you people out there who are health conscious. So, keep in mind... When we look at the Blood Elves, for a long period of time, they were on the menu. Hard to get that out of your cultural consciousness. Alright, beyond the Blood Elves, let's go ahead and look at our brothers the Torn. There are two reasons why trolls do not eat Torn. First and foremost, they would beat the holy crap out of us. Now, look, if you look at the ages of the races of Azeroth, trolls have been around for a hell of a long time. So have the Torn. Yeah. They may look like big lumbering cows, but I want to stress something. A cow will sit there and take it when you put it down to make a steak dinner. A tauren? A tauren will kick your lily skinny scrawny troll buttocks up and down the coastline if you even look at it sideways and think, hmm, that might look good on a bun. Don't kid yourselves, brothers and sisters. Torn meat is off limits, mainly because it's too hard. Simply put, this is why we don't eat alligator or tiger much. It makes it too damn hard to get the meat. 
that being said, there is another simple reason. Torans are essentially our spiritual brothers and sisters. Mm, it's awful hard. It's awful hard looking at a Torn and thinking it would be good in a bun, especially when it led you in worship earlier on that day. Alright, what's that leave us with? The undead. Enough said. Moving on. Now, let's go ahead and look at the Alliance for a second. Now, this is where the issues of cannibalism really comes into play. The whole argument about, mm, you're a cannibal because you eat another sentient species. Um, there are certain arguments I would like to raise here, specifically, if it's cannibalism when you eat sentient species, why is that stopping me from having King Varian win with an apple in its mouth on my dinner plate right now? I wouldn't call him sentient on the best of days. Anyway, let's go ahead and start with the classic Long Pig, otherwise known as Man. Look, there's a damn good reason why there are cookbooks floating out there called to serve man. You know, old jokes aside, man meat, when seasoned flavored properly, is damn good. Look at it this way, there are humans that even eat man meat. There's an entire musical based off of it. Some dude named Sweeney Todd. <laughs> the only problem with him is, is that the sucker had a nasty habit of wasting the blood. Not even going to go into it. Humans are good cooking. Period. They are. The meat, it's not as lean as elf. Something to keep in mind. And it can be fatty, depending on the specimen that you choose. But, let's take a look at some of the other races. First and foremost, let's look at the dwarf. Dwarves are to be avoided for the same reason that we do not eat orc meat. The meat is too tough. The only way to make dwarf palatable is in a chili or a stew. Something that you have to cook long and slow, brothers and sisters. Yeah, you gotta have a nice good marinade for that. And for marinades, I'd recommend one of my earlier shows when we discuss the virtues of some of the hotter flavors out there. <laughs> All right. So, dwarf meat aside, and if you're willing to put up with the long, slow time it takes to process it, let's move on to one of the other races, Night Elves. Mmm, 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 oh yeah, baby. <laughs> you want some as close to sex as you can get, get yourself a nice cut of Night Elf meat. Mmm, when it is spiced and flavored appropriately, and when it is cooked just right, you cannot get a better flavor in the world. Now, this is interesting, mainly because there are some distinct flavor differences between a night elf and a blood elf. There are some very, very interesting things going on here. Not just the color of the meat. Of course, your blood elf, that's mainly white meat. What are you going to do? Night Elves, that's your dark meat. Your dark meat, brothers and sisters. Oh, yeah. The other interesting thing is, is that Night Elf meat tends to like to soak up the marinades. It likes to pull it in. Mm. It's probably all those repressed emotions and them being all angsty. Mm. What are you going to do? <laughs> Could also be that moon whale water that they caught and that they uh, be bathing in. Hey. Anything to help soak up the juices and keep it in there. I have never, ever had a night elf piece of meat go too dry on me from the cooking. Alright. So, let's talk about the drain eyes for a second. 
Here you're looking at something that tastes somewhere between goat meat and calamari. It's not a recommended flavor, brothers and sisters. Mm, I'd rank it above the flavor of orc flesh, but not by much. Yeah, uh, Draenei, unless you're desperate for a poor man's calamari, I'd stay away from it. Also, because their anatomy is so radically different from some of the other species that we know and love on Azeroth, it makes them really hard to butcher properly. Uh, trust me, some of the added bits and pieces in there, less said, the better. And then, of course, we get to everybody's favorite subject as a troll. Everybody's favorite subject, gnomes. <laughs> oh, yes, brothers and sisters. If having night elves is as close to having sex in terms of eating, then having gnomes? Well, what is there not to say? These suckers are damn well near bite-sized, they're juicy, they're flavorful, they're nice and pudgy, which means you get a lot of cuts off of your average-sized gnome. But there is a downside. Some of the trollish mm, nature tends to forget when you look at your average gnome. These suckers are packed full of fat. They are. I mean, come on, look at them. Even when you see them do their pervy little dances up and down like that, you see the belly fat and the arm fat jiggle and wobble. <laughs> oh, watch one of them female dwarves go to town. It looks like they're getting ready to take off. So, not dwarves, gnomes. Gnomes, we're talking about gnomes. Yes, yeah, watch real closely when you see one of those female gnomes get down and boogie and looks like their arm flats flapping so hard they're gearing up to take off and fly away. This is not healthy eating. No, gnomes are good for an occasional snack. Do not base your diet off of gnomes, brothers and sisters. You get too far into that, mm, you're getting too far into health hazards. This is not a good thing. Not a good thing at all. Alright, so now that we have covered the races of Azeroth, let's go ahead and get into proper cooking techniques. From here, we want to get into... And that's when my doctor said, you know, you should probably have that looked at. And uh, uh, Are we back? Uh, woo! Well, once again, we have our good friend, the Angry Dwarf, with us. I know. We just keep dragging him back. He can't stay away from reading emails with us here. It's a special gift I have. It is. It's awesome. We just can't keep him away now. He He's like, he's got the fever, man. He keeps coming back to your, He just kicked Big V out of the studio and said, I'm reading emails. So here we are. Once, um, you, once I get my grubby little mitts on a piece of parchment, I can't resist. I just have to have more. Exactly. So, uh, before emails, though, we have a bunch of phone calls. But since they're all for Big V and he's not here, I don't know. Should we play him? Oh, yeah. uh, I guess we should. They did. They took the time to call in, even though it's only for Big V. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> we'll Hi. play them anyway. So here they are. Hi, Annie Ed. This is Brannigan, one of your pallies in your guild. I actually just wanted to give a shout out to Big V for earning his Hallowed Be Thy Name achievement. Um, he was pretty much honing in battlegrounds for a while because I kept seeing these PvP achievements come up and then 
all of a sudden he was getting his Howard Eden achievements, and then the last one to pop up was his sparkling smile. So he got his sparkling smile and his hallowed title all at the same time. So congrats to Big B, and I love the show, and I love the guild, and I will see you soon. Thanks. Hey, guys. This is Brannigan. I just wanted to give a big congratulations and shout-out to Big V for hitting 80 last night. I happened to be online to witness that. That was really awesome. So congratulations to V, and here's looking forward to a huge rep grind and a huge heroic run in your future. See you later. Bye. Hello, everyone. This is Andros of the Gutter Skypes. I play as Vivamort and Aurochs with the Off the Air Guild on the Madarin server. I'm calling in to say congratulations, Big V, for reaching level 80. The tundra of Northrend trembles under the mighty hooves of the cow of doom. Well, thank you guys for calling in, even though it wasn't for me. But uh, we do thank you for using our call in line and for all your lovely congratulatory messages to Big V. Not that I care because I'm unloved. Anyway. <laughs> it was it was audio goodness. Audio wholesome goodness that we appreciate here at For the Horde Radio. So thank you guys very much for calling in with all your well wishes. Auntie and, Ed. Yes. Congratulations on reaching level 80. Oh, thank you so much, Angry Dwarf. I, pe- I, I appreciate that. Thank you. Twice. Uh, twice, yes. Twice. But now we we will now move into the... You know what? I'm not even putting this out. This is a raw show. You don't even get it. You don't even get it. No, you don't. You don't get the reading of the emails. You'll just have to imagine it. We have an email from Darfo who says, Hello, Auntie Ed and Big V, the steak. The steak that got away for now. It's Darfo, the hollowed here, and I have another story for you. I was in VOA with a friend's kid, let's call him Noob, to protect his identity. So he leveled as a laser chicken, which, by the way, I just found out what that meant, incidentally. What, what does um, that mean? That means you are a moonkin. I've also heard them referred to as laser turkeys and other assorted things. But yes, a laser chicken is, I believe, otherwise known as the moonkin. See, I had an entirely different thing pictured in my head. I'm glad to know that it's a moonkin. It it makes more sense to me now. Okay, then. And he decided he wanted to tank. Well, he was mostly in cloth gear, and his weapon was a fishing pole. He should have stayed balanced. He got on to vent with the group. I didn't, but have to tell you that about 23 people... But have you ever had about 23 people yell at you? Well, he did. He's about 10, and they yell at him and kick him from the group and keep talking about him. So basically, I told them to <laughs> off and left and got an invite to a different group and did it in eight minutes with the other group, and the other group never got to finish. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes when you have somebody come on and you know they're undergeared and everything, but you don't yell at the person. For pity's sake, you shouldn't have invited them in the first place if you have these criterias, for God's sake. We have talked about elitism on this show, and we it's do not low. approve. We do not approve, not at all. No, it's low behavior. You it should is. never do it. So good for you for telling them to <laughs> off. And, um, 
<laughs> and for going to a different group and they never got to finish their run. So thank you very much for sharing that story with us. We appreciate it. Aye, well done, Darfo. Write in again. Okay. Aye, next. Okay, what have we got here? We've got an email from Boba Fett. And, and he writes, Hello, Big V. That's odd. There seems to be some missing stuff here. Uh, I'll fill it in for you. Hello, Big V. And Auntie Ed. Well, no, you don't need to fill it in. I'm unloved. We already established that with the phone calls, that I am oh. very unloved. So that's all right. Oh, all right. It's okay, all right. Boba Fett. No, no, my... My little troll feelings are not hurt in the slightest. You just just continue there and read this email. It's fine. I'm, I'm going to go sit over here now. I have something in my eye. Well, if <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry to hear it. I'm just going to read the letter. Boba Fett here. I wanted to share my Alliance experience. A friend from work invited me to play on his server, Magtheridon player uh, PvP. I thought, I don't know, you play Alliance. Against my better judgment, I rolled a Gnome Death Knight. They were re-rolling from one, so I told them to let me know when they hit 58, and I'd quest with my Death Knight. A few days later, he says, Dude, we are in Outlands. Get on, and we can quest together. I got on. And they are a few levels ahead, but I'm having fun. I had forgotten how much fun ganking random players was. Then I hit 60, and I see them on. They are 68. I'm thinking, I thought we were going to play together. So I say to them, guys, you're leveling too fast. <laughs> uh, they, uh, they then say, hey, we'll slow down so you can catch up. To their credit, they did. A few days later, and they're back at it. For the life of me, I couldn't understand how they were outpacing me so much. And Outlands with the hero class and... Oh, I see that. Yeah, here we go. How they were outpacing me so much in Outlands with the hero class and I know the content. Logically, I should be able to keep up. I go to talk to my friend at work about WoW and the guild and I can't find him. I ask around only to find out he's been out sick for the past week. <laughs> he and his wife, who also plays, had been calling in sick and playing World of Warcraft. It all made sense. They were outpacing me because they were on all the time. So by the time I hit 70, they were sitting at 78, 79. I know this isn't a typical playstyle for most WoW players, let alone Alliance players, but I was amazed at the overall lack of help from not just them, but other Alliance players. There were many times I'd get ganked, and fellow Alliance players would run away, leaving me to die, even though we outnumbered the Horde players. They'd steal mobs, or see you fighting to get an ore, and steal it. Maybe I just picked the wrong server to roll Alliance, but now I feel no guilt when I kill some unsuspecting member of the Alliance. Sincerely yours, Boba Fett, do you feel better, Auntie Ed? Yes, I do. Thank you very much. That's good. Okay. And you didn't pick the wrong server. What you did was you rolled Alliance, you see. That was your mistake. Aye. That was the first mistake you made. 
after that, it was all just, you know, down a slippery, slopery hill, going, you know, and you say, why am I in this handbasket? That was it. Right also, there. you rolled a gnome. What's that up with too? that? Dude, what is wrong with you? <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? What possessed you to do such a thing? Oh, my goodness. It was just not going well, hon. You should have seen it. It's not going well. But, you know, hey, at least you can say you tried. But I... that was kind of uncool that they, they first invite you to come over and then, like, bypass you and leave you in the dust. Like, uh, hello. What happened here? Uh, there, there's something to be said for people that call, uh, uh, call out, uh, call out from work to play the game. That's not, uh, that's not the healthiest thing to do. No, not for a week. I mean, I can understand if you like want to play hooky for a day and like, oh, I want to play the game. You know, hey, we all have those moments. Not just for playing the game, but for anything. But for a freaking week, damn. That's, uh, that's a bit extreme. <laughs> that's a bit extreme indeed. But hey, um, thank you very much for writing in, even though you didn't write in to me. And uh, <laughs> and now you know why you should come back to the horde. And that's hey, that's where it is. And we get an email from Bobby Tremere. I'm not gonna yeah Tremere. There we go. Greetings to all. A part of For the Horde Radio. This is Bobby Tremere, your other undead warlock from the Kill Jaden server. This is AKA Shishkababi, uh, who will always be known to us as Shishkababi, but even though he changed his character's name, we don't care. Ah, uh, now I know who it is. I... See, now you know. Uh, yes, Hollow's End is here. Well, it is now. By the time this letter is read, it will be over. But I have not put much into this holiday event, for I did it all last year. I did get most of the handful of candies for six gold. It's a nice thing, just for clicking on a pumpkin. Also, the two quests that send you into South Shore is a pain, and is even worse on a PvP server, for you are flagged before you do anything. I feel for the lower-level tunes. You asked about Alliance quests. Yes, they are as easy as they sound. I knew they would be. As we always suspected. As we suspected. I have also joined a new guild, EVGA. Kind of went downhill a week ago, but I am now in a new guild called Sin, and they are all really nice. I will not forget those on EVGA because they were great. I have seen one half of Nax now, and I have to see more before the end of the week. Not much more to say, but I am champion of both Undercity and Orgamar on the Argent Tournament. I have also started my way to becoming champion of Silvermoon. Well, that is all for now. Power to the Forsaken and for the Horde. This has been your other undead warlock, Bobby Tremere. Thank you very much for sending in your update. Aye. I'm glad your new guild's working out well. That's very cool. You've seen half an axe and everything, and... Uh, and thank you for letting me know about the Alliance. I suspected as much. I truly did. And I'm, I like confirmation on these things because then I know it's not just me sitting there being a screaming lunatic. That's true. It is, it's, though. It's uh, true. You can't always tell from looking from the other side. You've got to... You know, it looks uh, easy, but you find out from the folks who know, and the folks who know say, Hi, the Alliance is coddled like crazy. Indeed, they are. But thank you very much for sending in your email. This next email is from Mogarm, and it reads thus. When you were talking about South Shore, we'll see here, we're going to get into it right away here, talking about that very thing. Yep. When you were talking about South Shore for the Halloween event, 
uh, Hallow's End, I think. It's even easier on Alliance now. They don't need the Horde anymore to do their cleanse south shore of the stink bombs because they have an undead NPC that walks in the inn for a moment, then leaving, he throws out about four to six stink bombs so they don't need the Horde to complete the quest. That's ridiculous. That's just so wrong. And, you know, I've seen that little, and I used to like him because he's like a level one or five or some ridiculous low level. And I saw him leaving. When we went into South Shore, I saw him walking out, and we all kind of chuckled because they call him, like, a forsaken prankster or something like that. And we all kind of snickered and went, ah, that's cute. And now I know why. He's actually on their side. So now if you see him, kick his ass. Anyway. He's just a stinking little cushion. A stinking little cushion. Some little mittens for the Alliance so they don't break a nail trying to get the quest done. Ridiculous. And they're pinned to their jackets, too, those mittens. Aye. Yes, they are. I'm sorry, well, please continue. Well, Mogarn continues. Found out recently that the Pandaren Brewmaster pet that would be coming out for people to get na- uh, will now be a pet to buy with real money at the Blizzard item shop. They'll be coming out uh, soon, if they, not, if they haven't already. One more way for Blizz to make wads of cash. Sighs and shakes his head. Just put things into perspective when you think of it. It's kind of sad. Millions of subscribers just isn't enough these days for companies. And that from Mogarm, who is a Torin Shaman and a uh, Torin Death Knight on the Madaran server. Uh, Draenor is his Death Knight. Well, I no, agree actually, on the one hand and I disagree on the other, but what do you think, Auntie Ed? Uh, well, I think that he's a Torin Shaman on the Draenor and the Madaran server. Um... <laughs> I think that's right. I'm sorry. I, I uh, uh, yeah, yes. Y- yes, Draenor is a server. I dropped the I dropped the letter before yeah, I read it, so I yeah. broke a little bit. I see. Um, well, yes. On one hand, uh, they are char- I know this is a debate going on uh, between people talking about them charging the ten bucks for an, an in-game pet, spending real money for a fake thing in-game, and there's been a lot of talk back and forth about it. I have to admit, yeah, I cracked. I cracked and I had to get it. But now if you look at it, it also part of it does go to the Make-A-Wish Foundation, ladies and gentlemen. So, Which is a very good thing. It's a very good thing. If you need to justify it, you can justify it that way, as most of us do. Because, And the reason I got it was because, damn it, I had to have. I'm sorry. It's one of those things. But, yeah, it's, it's, it is what it is. Like, oh, how much more money can we make? type thing, but at least they're giving part of it to the Make-A-Wish Foundation, so they're I, sort of forgiven on it, but not much. I and you, you, you got to take a you got to take a moment to step into the real world and realize that companies exist to make money. That's what they're that's what they do. They're there to make money, and I can think of uh, well, I can think of worse things for a company to be producing True. and making money at. Uh, so, and so a long little as... panda bear and, and a little KT. So... I, it's a fun thing. I don't blame you for cracking and picking one up. I, it was a fun yeah, thing to have. I had to crack and get it. Because i got to tell you, it's a lot of fun cruising around, especially with little KT. <laughs> little KT who freezes other critters and kills them. It's awesome. So, <laughs> you know, it's just my kind of style. And, yes, I cracked. But I know there's a lot of debate. People going, I ain't get... Here's the thing. People are saying, I ain't doing that. I ain't spending real money on this until they see them. And then they go, shoot, I got to get me one of those. Uh, it's basically what ha- has happened. 
Yeah, look at it this way. If it's popular, it'll sell, and Blizzard will make money from a product that they put out. If it's not popular and people don't want it, it won't sell, and they won't make the money. That's how it works. If Blizzard makes tons and tons and tons of money from World of Warcraft, they're not going to be around forever. Someone else will come along and say, hey, we better do something better, something more fun, something interesting. And then you'll have another company that puts out an MMO that maybe you want to play later on that's even better than WoW. That's how it works. People like uh, People like success. But thank you so much for sending in your email. Aye, well written. We have an email from Sabin on the Feathermoon server who says, Dear Annie Ed, yes, I'm feeling the love because it's just to me. So thank you. Yeah, uh, <laughs> my name is Sabin from the server of Feathermoon. I used to be a five-year ret paladin human vet. Holy goodness. And now I'm a blood elf ret paladin. But what drove me there is a pretty long story of both honor, romance, backstabbing, and sex. Okay, maybe not sex, but it's still a good story. <laughs> I used to be in a raiding guild, and I raided with them for well over a year back in B.C. What really made me love being there was the fact that I got to go in as a DPS paladin, which was extremely rare, and I was one of the top DPS as well. But I digress. When Raph came out, I was asked about five days in if I wanted to join the guild's main 10-man. I was already in the 25-man, but I really wanted to join in on the 10-man. So while I wanted to take my time and enjoy Northrend and take in the sights, level my blacksmithing and such, this was not the case because I only had seven days to level six more levels uh, for me, which was a freaking nightmare. Oh. I've been there... <laughs> Ooh. I've so been there, I feel your pain. However, I managed to get to an 80 in time, and even got an epic weapon made, which cost like 3,000 gold to get it. Made it because I had to buy titanium steel bars when they were still rare, but I was ready to go. And the day I showed up, she told me that she only wanted me as a backup. Oh. Okay, I was a bit pissed, but I understood, so went and did another 10-man and managed to outfit myself for the 25-man. And by the end of the next 25, when we only needed the immortal title to get the Drake, my guild leader told me that night of the raid that she was sitting me and a few others out because we were higher risk to dying than others. However, mm. I logged on the day after and found out they got the Drake but that she lied, and I was the only person who got sat out, and I never got my Drake or my title. <sighs> Things got a lot worse from there, but what put the nail in the coffin for me was during this time, I tried talking to Stacy because lots of bad stuff kept happening, that she was always in some way or another responsible. She had been telling other officers about what I'd been talking to about and they all came to hate me so I only raided two days a week and I PvP'd and ran instances alone and all I ever wanted was the raid with my guild leader and her raid because despite everything I did really like and respect my guild leader and even if it wasn't progressive or not a raid at all I just wanted to spend time with her and the other officers but sadly she poisoned them against me and made it unbearable to play so I went to Horde, where I joined a raid that allows me to raid seven days a week now like I wanted, even if I won't be progressing like I was, but at least I'll be busy. My old guild's name was Fidelity. I still wish that they didn't push me 
to have to go to Horde because I still feel a bit sad. I won't be able to play with them, but they don't want to play with me, and it's their loss because I was one of their top DPS. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Holy wow. You're right. That is an epic tale right there. I, I don't know where to start to talk about this one. I don't know either. I mean, there's just so much. Uh, I've been in the position where you were in a big raiding guild long ago where, yeah, we're sitting you and a couple other people out, and it turns out it was just you who got sat out. It was never um, on the with the Drake hanging in the balance. I can't believe you stuck around after that. It's a, it's, this is what's astonishing to me. The name of the guild is Fidelity. And what what do I hear about from this tale? From this tale of both? <laughs> True. I hear about backstabbing, villainy, treachery, lies, deceit. And yet you're still you're sad that you can't play with these people. Let me tell you something. You don't need those people. You don't need those people at all. I'd love to see the I'd love to see the guild uh, that's formed and the raiding groups that are formed by Sabin. Where other people want to be a part of your group, where other people want to be a part of your ten men, you don't need those other people. They weren't they weren't any good for you at all. Sounds to me like they were their own little uh, their own little clique. Yeah. And, uh, only a couple of people could get it. I wouldn't miss it at all. Yeah, the fact the fact I mean, and I do know because when I finally left that guild, um, it wasn't so much the higher ups that I could care about because I couldn't. It was more of the what do you think? The grunts, like myself, uh, who were in the guild that, yeah, I was kind of sad that I wouldn't be able to, like, really hang with them anymore or anything. So I do kind of understand that a little bit. But damn, man, the fact that you stuck around after that backstabbing move, holy God, I would have walked out, but not before I swore or something in Gilgad. I mean, because that's just wrong. It's but low. It's, it's just low really behavior. It's low. It really is. And you know what? You're better off being on the horde. So, sorry that you feel bad, but hopefully it's a better time for you. Hey, sorry that you had the bad experience, but we're very glad that they pushed you over to the horde side. Because I think perhaps you'll have a better experience. And, it's and this, is coming from, this is coming from an alliance. That's true. And it's our gain. It's their loss and definitely our gain. Aye. So thank you for sharing your tale and writing in. Aye, indeed. Excellent. This this email now from Brannigan. And Brannigan writes, Hey, Ed. Did you notice that? Did you notice that it's to you as well? Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. She's forgiven. <laughs> she made, she's forgiven because she made all those phone calls to buy and everything. So she's forgiven. Okay. Well done, Brannigan. All right. Uh, and so she writes, it's Brannigan. So I heard today that race changes came out and I wanted to change. Zap my 80 priest to a blood elf. But I figured since faction changes and race changes are now on a three day cooldown, I thought it would be fun to change my priest to alliance for a bit and experiment. Sort of the undercover horde, I suppose. When you faction change, it places your character in the capital city of the new race that you choose. I chose a dwarf female, since they are rare, and I thought it would be funny. She's not kidding. They are rare. Yes, they are. Angry. Ask anyone who's ever tried to do some of these achievements. Part of where the angry comes from, angry dwarfs. <laughs> so I transported to Ironforge just mere seconds after... Seconds! 
after I log in my first time as Alliance on Madaran, I get a whisper. I screenshotted it because I knew I had to show it to you. Anyway, I figured that you would think it was funny and typical of Alliance. He also yelled, too. True to the horde, Brannigan. Yes. I'm going to let you elaborate on what she sent you. I will elaborate on the screenshot she sent because it's absolutely true because she even took a screenshot which showed the time, you know, time logged in and then within 30 seconds, she is not kidding, this is what she gets from somebody named Ironbeard. She gets a whisper saying, dance naked. And then they turned around and yelled it. Dance naked. Like, oh, and welcome to the Alliance side. That right there should have told you all you needed to know there, Bran. I got to tell you. I, that was a hint. That was a hint and a half of what you had walked into. And at Very that point, sad. you should have just hung it up. Um, yeah, so she's not kidding. Within 30 seconds, this is what she gets. Dance naked in a whisper. Like, why would you even want to see a female dwarf naked? Can I just ask that question? That's disturbing. That's even almost as bad as, like, an undead naked, okay? I won't go into that. You won't go into that. But... I can't personally go into that because uh, that's not uh, that, that's, this, not that kind of show. But I do have a message for Ironbeard. Ironbeard, you are not a smooth operator, if you get my drift. There's couth and there's uncouth. That was uncouth. Go, uh, go back to go back to kindergarten or something, and work your way back up until you learn how to talk to other people. That so, was low and uncouth and very unsmooth. Like, yeah, yeah. You you don't have a lot of you you don't get a lot of dates to you there, but okay. Anyway, <laughs> but thank you for sharing uh, your little experimental time with us, Aye. and uh, let us know how, <laughs> what other fun things happen while you're over there. Makes me embarrassed. It makes me embarrassed to. It to, should to, make to you embarrassed. Over. It should make every alliance out there embarrassed. Damn it! Anyway, <laughs> we get an email from Nightfeather of the Shatar EU, who writes in and says, "Heya, Auntie Ed and her cow protector Big V. Just emailing to say hi, and now that I am level sixty-three, I have got a story. So there I was in Dragonblight, walking into Agmar's Hammer. Is that what it's called?" Ah, well, anyway, I was wondering, uh, wandering around, looking for new quests, when who did I bump into? Coltira Deathweaver. I hope that's the right surname, and for those who don't remember or whatever, he's the blood elf you've got to rescue in the Death Knight Kindergarten. And I was on my DK, and so I was halfway through asking, Fancy seeing you here. How you doing? Have you had any daring rescues? Been practicing that anti-magic bubble? When he growled to me. Leave me, peon, or something of that sort. As you could have guessed, I was slightly pissed. Peon? Who are you calling a peon? I saved your sorry ass, you ungrateful pish. But he just walked away, leaving my blood elf standing there with her hands on her hips. It's the only way blood elves can stand. And she was close to kicking his butt, but decided it just wasn't worth it. I was slightly miffed and would think that Blizz should put in a different reaction to Death Knight, since they did save him from torture and all that jazz. Anyway, thank you for reading my useless email. Keep up the great pod, and I love fishing in the nether. I'm always disappointed when it's over. For the Horde and for Pony! Nightfeather! 
Fur pony. Fur pony. <laughs> you know, I know. They really should put that in. I guess it's the programming. I don't know what's involved with program, But you're right. It should be a different reaction to... Because you do. Uh, for those who don't know, who have never played Death Knights, or who don't remember, there is this guy. He's down in uh, the keep there. You got to go down to the basement, and he's Aye. tied to a rack, and you got to save him. He puts the, that's all he does, though. You do everything else. He just puts up the anti-magic bubble. And then I love what he does next. After you defeat the bad guy and you get his head, they start you out with heads early in this place. He goes, okay, um, there's going to be a lot of activity, so you know, I'll distract them so you can get out of here. So he runs mm -hmm. up the stairs yelling while you follow him, and he runs outside yelling. The thing is, he doesn't distract squat, and NPCs can mount while they're in combat. You cannot. Uh, so he doesn't do anything, so usually I just let him go running ahead and go do something else while he does that. Uh, so, But yeah, he should have a different reaction and shouldn't be calling you peon. Well, maybe he shouldn't, but it makes perfect sense to me. It does. Aye. He's a deceitful little cowardly bastard. This is true. And this it's just the kind and an ungrateful one, just as you, as as uh, Nightfather pointed out. Yes. He's an ungrateful, deceitful, uh, uh, worthless bastard. And that's just the kind of uh that's just the kind of greeting I'd expect from a, a little crap sack like him. That's true. Okay. You're right. So he should say nicer things to you, I, because you rescued him. But I think Blizzard knows that uh, that he's a worthless streak of wee, and they shouldn't be paid attention to. Well, thank you for sharing. <laughs> yes, okay. thank you for writing in. And Night thank Feather. you, Nightfeather, for writing in. You want to take this next one here? Oh, this little... Uh... Aye, you know what uh, it means. Yes, I do. We actually got a very, very... Uh, short email, and uh, it says, This is Canny, waking up in the middle of the night, screaming, Visions of Potato People. <laughs> and yes, I know, she's probably going to go, God, you do read everything, don't you? And yes, we do. And we just had to <laughs> yeah, share that. Come on. You play the Potato People song, and you have given nightmares to the insane bot priest. I have indeed, and I knew I would. So, sorry you're screaming there, Kenny. And you know what will cure that? Coming uh, back into game, that'll help cure it, because I know she's been... Uh, taking a break so we miss oh. you wish you'd come back soon and i promise i'll stop playing the song as soon as you come back in Ooh, but I otherwise you'll see her log on i'm gonna see her log on instantly it'll be awesome uh, but thank you for sharing your screaming with us there i uh, try try uh, try to yes i warm milk try some more milk before bedtime that might cut down the volume of the song <laughs> true all right this next in uh, this this next email is from Bereska, and Bereska writes, "I got in on a fantastic raid group, mostly eighties and a few mid seventies, that proceeded to absolutely rock all four alliance leaders on the garage server. The alliance was clueless. We encountered significant resistance only on the last leg of our journey." After having trashed King Varian Rin, High Priestess Tyrand Whisperwind, and Prophet Velen, we didn't encounter a single Alliance player in Stormwind when we ran through the second time after smashing three of their leaders to jump into Deep Run. 
King Magne Brownsbeard turned out to be the most difficult of the bunch, thanks to his reset into full health twice during our battle, after we got him down to 25% health each time. The alliance who tried to protect Bronzebeard only served to annoy to annoy the hearty horde bashing the king's chops. We finally dragged him into a corner of his room and beat him to a pulp, along with the alliance trying to keep him alive. We had very few deaths, and I'm sure the alliance who kept seeing us show up on the Oberdeen docks to strike at the next city were tearing their hair out at the lack of organization amongst their comrades. I would have been tearing my hair out too, that's my king. Most fun most fun thing I have ever done in World of Warcraft, thanks to all who participated and to those who hung out in Orgrimmar to beat up on the small group of allies who showed up to retaliate by cowardly jumping in and out of the Ragefire Chasm's instant instance. Uh, also, thanks to those allies for giving me 14 more kills towards the City Defender achievement. For the Horde, I am enjoying showing off my new Black War Bear. That from Bereska, Death Knight on the garage server. Very nice. I may not agree with what you did, but it was certainly an adventure, and we're glad to hear of it. Yes, your outing went better than ours, although we did take down King Bronzebeard. We kicked his butt royally. It was awesome. Um, we didn't have as much. They were, well, yeah, they were a little more organized on our server. Because after we did that, they were waiting for us. Very much so. Uh, in Stormwinds. <laughs> but I'm glad to hear you got the Black uh, War Bear and that you had such a good time with it. That's awesome. Well done. Fun, fun, fun is the reason. Fun is indeed the reason. Uh, and thank, fun is the reason. Thank you very much for sharing that with us. Aye. All right. We have an email from Ziba, level 80 troll shaman on Bronzebeard server, who writes in and says, Hi, Auntie Ed, Big V, and the rest of the expanding cast of FTH Radio. I love your podcast, and thank you guys. Just get better and better, though lately you have been slacking in the Alliance bashing. <laughs> well, here's the sorry about that. Uh, well, here's Boy, the I think these emails are making up for it in spades. I swear to God, they are. This is awesome. Here's a story to help. So there I was leveling my troll shaman in Borea Tundra. I was questing around Cascala, home of the Walrus people, or as I like to call them, the Wilfred Brimley people, and had picked up a quest <laughs> from a Naga priestess to kill a named mob. In the Riplash Ruins. Ragnar Drakarlund. I'm going to go with that. I'm not. I, I, I'm happy with that. I'm going to go with that. Okay. Sounds good to me. Sounds good. Okay. Of course, the place was swarming with those big sea demon Viking guys. Being a cautious shaman, I made my way to a target in a methodical fashion, throwing down my totems and killing each mob I found until I found Ragnar. He was standing on a raised platform behind two bodyguards. While I pondered my strategy, out of nowhere, this Gnome Death Knight, the worst kind, ran past me and tagged my target. 
Ooh, I hope that wasn't our friend Boba Fett there. Uh, <laughs> wouldn't that be ironic? <laughs> anyway. I Small world irony. Uh, we would break into that in a second, but I don't think so. Uh, now, obviously, he was working on the same quest, and being opposing factions, there's no way we could group. But still, I was there first. So I resigned myself to waiting for a respawn should he succeed. I sat down to watch the fight, because I was sure I wasn't going to help that little mob-stealing ankle-biter. <laughs> now, in his haste to get to the target before me, the Gnome Death Knight aggroed Ragnar and the two bodyguards. We were both level-appropriate for the area, low 70s. He could have maybe have survived the fight, but he didn't. I chuckled at the sight of his corpse. I set my totems, pulled, and killed the two bodyguards, and then I killed Ragnar all before the gnome could get back to his body. So, in a hurry to beat me to the target, he got to wait for a respawn. I like to think there are two lessons here to be learned. Haste makes waste, and don't bite off more than you can chew. For the Horde. Ah, it's always nice when that happens, isn't it? When justice is done, I... It's awesome. And, you know, that's just like... I know what you mean. I've had it happen to me, too, at those, you know, communal questing areas. It's like, okay, we can't group, but I was... It's almost like, yeah, it is a queue. I was here first. It's just common courtesy. Wait your freaking turn, people. Aye, haste makes waste. Don't bite off more than you can chew, and don't be a creepy little crook. Don't be a creepy little crook. That's the third thing. See, you left out the third lesson. Uh, but thank you so much for going ahead and sharing that with us, and we will try to do more Alliance bashing in the future for you. That was a good story. I like that, that one. That was thank a very you. good story. Thank you very much. Well done, Ziva. Ooh. All right. This, this next email is uh, it, it's from someone that comes from a very specific place. You can tell from the way it's written. So I'm going to take this scroll, and Auntie Ed, I'm going to try and read it in the nature of which it was written in the voice supposedly from, well, it's from Stavros. Let's start with that. Yes. Uh, you go ahead and dial 9-1, and if you see me start to turn blue or my head starts to sink into my neck, uh, dial the last one, and we'll be all set. Okay, good. Okay, good. Okay. From Stavros. Okay. Hello, Auntie Ed. And a large cow. I am Stavros, operator and owner of Taxi Company on Donbringer Server, yes? I tell you of this man of ricker job, I guess, I am writing now. First of all, it's a very long ride, and you heard the peoples have taken all business away from South Shore Taxi Stand. Very, very smelly now. <laughs> very smelly now. Almost as bad smell as the loader on town I have to go to. And the bar has no beer. All spoiled, so Cook has to tell me. But the meter is running, and I talk too far away. So, man says to go there. And see, so I go. I pass Blood Elf Mage, who is skulls to me. But I am Mage too. I waves. Blood Elf turns her chicken around and follows me. And who can blame? My swift white mechanos rider is real chicken magnet, they tells me. They write too, because Elf makes many clucking sounds to me and challenges me to dance. But no time for dancing, I am on job. 
So I drives and drives and drives right up to walls of city where is man made of wicker. But two big ogres there, looking mean, fat and stupids like ogres. I has met ogres before and none has ever cut shiny new mechanostrider. So I drives around back of man to get job done. I drive past wicker man but not close enough to get job done. Oh no! Big ogre run after me. He very fast. Bang! Now I call tow truck maybe. Insurance will be cancelled. Oh. Elf, who followed me, now laughing at me. Well, embarrass or not, I has job to do. Taxi still drives, so I bandage little and get back in. Taxi must still look okay, because Elf has brought many friends to watch, and they all make a clucking noise at me, so I wave and drive right down street past Wicker Man. As I pass, job gets done. And here comes two ogres. I turn on gas all the way, but ogres catch up. Bang! Poor taxi. Elf and friends now rolling on grass laughing. I let tow truck take me to graveyard and take all next shift off. I go to Ironforge, get drunk, and hope no one hear about it. So what am I to be telling you? I think there are different kinds of hard. I send a picture of me and taxi to you and and large cow, but now have many taxi jobs to do for paying for fixing taxi. Goodbye, Stavros. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, you know, you're right. They're all different kinds of hard. Indeed, so they're definitely different kinds of hard. And what's odd about that is I understood everything he said. Yes, I did too. Uh, and very nice job, by the way. <laughs> Very, very nice job reading that, because that, that you know, it's... Hey. Well, thank you very much. I think the, the scroll had a, the scroll had a special aura about it. It, had a, it, it was an enchanted scroll that yes. allowed you to give it the voice that it needed. Yes, it did. It absolutely did. So, I well, now, see, now I understand. Uh, sorry that the taxi got all banged up, but, you know, hey, you're right. They're all different kinds of hard, and... Uh, well, thank you very much for sharing your tale with us. I do like that. Aye, very well written there, Stavros. That is very, very cool. A nice, nice job. Very nice job. Very there. nice job. That is awesome. So thank you very much for writing that in and uh, sharing that with us. We get an email from Dredrina, who says, Hello for the Horde Radio. Deadrina is level 80. Woot! I'm loving it. This is Harshabi, and I had to get that out of my system. Woo! I feel better now. I have, unfortunately, a call-out. Uh-oh. I have just entered an Arathi Basin because I was one mark away from getting my war mount. I am waiting at the gate when a guy whispers me. Symphony of the Argent Dawn. Your talents suck. You shouldn't be full retribution spec. Instead, you should have improved hammer of justice down the prot tree. I look, and that prot and that spec is twenty points down the prot tree, and I am not respecting half prot, half ret. Me. Well, I'm sorry, but that's not how I roll. Symphony. You're right. You're in 50% spell power gear. You suck anyway. Roll a uh, raffle. <laughs> Me. 
opens her social tab and ignores Symphony. Every time she saw him in the BG, she just turned around and let his let the douche get pwned by Twinks. <laughs> I'm sorry, I I I got to stop you for a second, but I think I've actually met this fellow that you were uh, you were uh, uh, impersonating there. It sounds very very familiar. Well, the thing is, I think that person sounds familiar to a lot of people. It's very sad, but true. I... Mm-hmm. He continues, look, I am a rep paladin in a lot of spell power gear. Look me up on the armory, you'll see. But I enjoy my spec, and I really don't see a problem with it, especially since I'm in second place in that battleground. And anyway, if rep paladins didn't need spell power gear, why would there be spell power boost in their talent tree? In almost every instance I come up, as second place in DPS, and I pwn in the BGs. So if anyone wants to dish my gear and spec, duel me. I don't care if I lose. I've got horde pride in an alliance shell, damn it. If I lose, I'll just ignore you for being a bragging snot-nosed, bored-as-hell dirtbag with no life who has to bully other people to make <laughs> themselves feel good about themselves. Oh, slow down. i gotta, I got to copy this. <laughs> i got to write this down. That's that a, was great. That was good. I realized he was only trying to help me, but anyone who disses my gear in spec then says, roll on floor laughing, obviously is a stupid person who jumps before they look to see how far down the fall from Stormwind Harbor was. Well, thank you for allowing me some spiritual peace of mind. Knowing I have many people worldwide listening to me rant, calling me noob, but it allows my anger to be known. Strength in numbers. <laughs> Oh, this is going to hurt. You say this next line, because I can't say it. For the Alliance, even though this is a horrid podcast. Thank you. And that is from Dreadrina, the spell-powered Rep Pally, a.k.a. Harshavi, the flippin' fisherman. <laughs> I just, I got to scroll, I got I to gotta look back up here and, and see Sinfony uh, uh, Argent Dawn. Sinfony Argent Dawn. Dawn, yes. I, also known as Idiot. Idiot! Idiot! Uh, yeah, you, you know, and, and there's so many of them out there, just like that. On every server, on every side. That's so sad. It is sad. And... They're everywhere. You can't swing an axe without hitting one sometimes, fortunately, <laughs> but... Uh, she comes in second in the battleground. She comes in second for DPS on the battleground, and he tells her that she sucks. You know yes. what, I... I don't Symphony, care. you're an idiot. You're an idiot. I mean, that's one point, okay, that you come in second on the battleground with your DPS. But the other right. thing is, I don't care if you came in last. You said it yourself. I enjoy my spec and don't see a problem with it. Done. Hmm. End the discussion at that point. If you are happy with your spec, screw everyone else. You play the game you want to play. You play the game. You're coughing up the money every month. Hey. You know, you play the game you want to play, so screw you, Symphony, um, and good for you. Good for you, Harshabi, and thank you for sharing your tale. Aye, well done, thank you. Very much. Now, now this email from Korn. Dearest Auntie Ed and your great bovine compatriot, compatriot V, Korn here, and I have a not-so-epic, well, epic in my head, tale of daring do. I was playing my baby hunter on a calm Saturday morning and happened to notice, in guild chat, Sagan saying, Crossroads was under attack. Again. 
So I hearthed to, to Tranquillion and logged on my death knight, who was conveniently parked in North Barrens, and began to ride toward crossroads to try and prevent all the quest mobs from being slaughtered by the pesky alliance. I tried to get a status report through general chat. The only thing I got was, you're too late. They already butchered everyone. But I just saw them headed towards Wailing Caverns. That's it. Aye, aye. With a quick thanks to the random for the info, I finally reached Wailing Caverns to see a naked night elf dancing, who, upon seeing me, shifted into cat form and sprinted into the cave. Drawing my 2-H mace, I proceeded into the cave, slaughtering any mobs that happened to come upon my path. Finally, I reached the big open cavern with all the ferns and crap like that, only to be rooted by two stealthed druids who promptly began to spam moonfire in an attempt to take me down. If only I was their level. <laughs> Through many death grips, heart strikes, and death strikes, four of the five party members laid strewn all about in a heaping pile of blood bodies and carnage. Apparently, before Death's sweet embrace took them all, they had the chance to call a level 72 paladin, who arrived just a minute too late. He took one look at me and foolishly began to charge, in either a fit of pure rage, pure stupidity, or pure bravery. The intense battle lasted only a minute, with the Draenei laying broken and battered under my plated boot. For the horde, I shouted, through my blood-soaked armor, and began to make the long trek back to Ogrimmar. That's all for now, for the horde. And that, from Bloodsail Admiral Korn of Off the Air Guild. There's bravery there. Yes, indeed. That's, that's, that's taking justice to where it needs to go. Well done. Very well done. Hopefully these people will learn not to come and bother Crossroads, because God... Well, certainly certainly oh. not while Corn is around. Uh, freaking leave Crossroads alone, people! Hasn't it had enough? Hasn't it had enough? Oh my God! You'd you think hear... it would get to the point of being boring by now. Seriously! But good for you, Corn, for going in there and, and, you know, taking names and kicking butt. Good for you. Very nice. I, very, I, very well cool. Well awesome. Done. And thank you for sharing that with us. And we have an email from a name I'm going to mispronounce. Are you ready? I, um, I fess up here and now. I'm probably going to mispronounce this. But I believe it is pronounced Andarson. Andarson of Malfurion. That sounds good. Okay. That's what I would have said. Okay, then. And here they say, Hi, I just started listening and have to say I love For the Horde Radio. I just wanted to point out one thing I found in game that isn't an achievement, but definitely should be. I am sure you have heard about the time-lost proto-Drake, the long-sought-after Drake by many people, declared by a Blizz GM to be the rarest spawn of the game. Well, I managed to get this Drake a while ago and was disappointed to see that it wasn't an achievement. I don't know. It doesn't really take a, a skill to get it, but the amount of luck it needs, I think, should require it to be an achievement. 
The sea turtle mount, which I also managed to get after two hours of fishing, was an achievement, and it's based on luck as well. Uh, just as a small note here, uh, Thunderstep will not like you now. <laughs> he has been trying to get that damn sea turtle for I can't tell you how long. So he's going to hear, what, after two hours of fishing and... I'm sorry about that. Anyway, he continues, uh, or sorry, they continue, saying that I feel I got, uh, I feel I got it. I should help others get this. So at the end of this, I'll put some helpful hints and macros to help others that I found. I know it's going to be based on luck, but using these, I managed to find it in about two to three hours, giving that I would look for about 10, 15, uh, 10 to 20 minutes, then go off and do something else. I was also wondering if you or anyone at For the Horde Radio has managed to find this drake or at least have attempted to look for it. The answer is no, I have not. <laughs> I know there have been some in my guild who I believe have been on the lookout, and I think even some who have managed to pick it up. I have not, because I don't care that much. It's not worth my time. It's the same reason why my hunter never got those like spiffy spirit beasts. It's like, I do not have time to sit here and look for this damn pet. It's cool as hell. But I still don't have time to look for it. Uh, but no, we have not. Uh, that's as far as I know. On another note, back to the Children's Week. I heard you guys had a lot of trouble doing the School of Hard Knocks. <laughs> well, I can see how hard this can be. I have to say, when I went to do it in Alteric Valley, I had an alliance sit at one of the bases and kept recapturing the flag while about 20 Horde members got the achievement. I don't remember who it was, but it's nice to see that some people actually think about others when doing these achievements, and they don't do it just for themselves and leave. Hoping you all have luck searching for the mounts, and I hope there are more people like that alliance that took the time to help the horde. I think there might have been a horde in disguise. Mm. You know, I think there should be a new category created by Blizzard. Oh, yes? Aye, they need to. They need to redefine. Uh, no, they don't. They don't need to redefine the word achievement. They need to throw in something else. They need to throw in a title for certain players called "Don't hate me because I'm a lucky bastard." I like that. Don't hate me because I'm a lucky bastard, or don't hate me. Don't detest me for being lucky. Where someone gets the rarest drop in the game, or two of the rarest drops in the game, or something that requires an outrageous amount. Of luck, and time, and time to obtain, mm -hmm. and uh, and uh, if they get one, maybe two of those things, they get the title. Don't hate me because I'm lucky, or some other title that Blizzard can make up. But it uh, a lot of this has to do with the word achievement. Is it an achievement because the dice happen to roll well for somebody's way or not? Well, that happens actually. That is the criteria on a lot of achievements. On a lot of things in that list of achievements, it has nothing to do with skill or anything of that. It's just luck. I mean, as we have Unfair. pointed out with the holiday stuff. It's unfair. Just, I don't yeah. like it. I don't like I it. I don't it's like it either. I find it unfair too sometimes. But I'm very glad you got them. Awesome. Thank you very much for sharing that. I'm glad you're enjoying the show. He does have a PS here. Or she. Sorry. Hi. Um, uh, the PS says, please save some rabbits. My drake is running out of food because people keep killing them, and all the gnomes go into hiding when they see my drake coming. He's been eyeing Torrens recently, and it's getting harder to stop him from attacking them. 
Well, don't be having them go after Torrance because they they may just turn around and smack that little Drake on the nose. Um, some of them some of them may not be killing the rabbits. <laughs> yeah. There may be one or two out there that don't actually kill the bunnies. <laughs> don't kill the bunnies anyway. Uh, so yes, that was just a little you know public service announcement from uh, Anderson. Anderson. Yes. There we are. Aye, uh, but well good fought. for you for getting them out. I mean, that's awesome uh, that you managed to get them. And it's also awesome that you ran into a decent Alliance player. How rare is that? No, I did not run into these people. I never do. <laughs> I never. I know I got the douchebags who were there, you know, doing everything in their freaking power to stop me from getting my achievement. So it's that that's a very cool deal. That Aye, is, that's, that's, that's a good cool news deal. to hear. Hearing at least uh, uh, about at least one good alliance player, it's also good to hear that the dice rolled so well your way. If you're that lucky, could you come over to the uh, could you come over to uh, the Madaran server and hang out near us so that uh, <laughs> some of that luck rubs off? Seriously, uh, but thank you so much for writing in. Hi. We have uh, we have an email here from Tostic, which I'm gonna read to you here because that's what I'm doing. Dear Auntie Ed and Big V, it pains me to have to report finding an undercover alliance on the Madaran server. Posing as a blood elf mage, this individual was selling ports from Orgrimmar to Dalaran, a common enough practice. I paid my two gold, I got invited to group, and then after being paid, they didn't provide the port. They claimed they didn't get it in an effort to extract more money. I could care less about the two gold. What I do care about. What, are you crazy? What do you mean you can care less about the two gold? Sorry, sorry. It's, it's a dwarf in me. It's a dwarf thing, I understand. Sorry. What I do care about is warning others of this undercover alliance thief in our midst. Thus, I call out Einapets of the Forgotten Ones Guild on the Madaran server. Undercover alliance and thief. And that from Tostic. Well, Ina Pets, if you're pulling a scam like that, it ain't going to last long because lots of people are going to find out about it, even without our help. But, Tostic, there you are. The call out is made, and Ina Pets, ye have been called out and warned. Don't do things like that. It's wrong. Don't, it's wrong. Stop it. Ah, drives you nuts when people do stuff like that. Aye. Indeed. But, do I thank you for the heads up and for letting us know? We get an email from, wait, I had it here a second. Here we go. We get an email from Death Silence, Blackwing Lair, mm. who writes in and says, Hello, O Guardian and Savior of all Bunnies, Ed, and massive, huge slayer of Bunnies, V. It is your undead fan out there in Radio Land, Death Silence. And for now, now doing so, not doing so hot. My wow is on the fritz. No. But oh, besides yeah. that, now Death Silence is now an 80 undead rogue. Finally got the Black Knight's Rondelle. It is a dagger that you get from Heroic Trial of Champions. And before he got that, he got his third piece of gladiator gear. So, yay! But now it's time to sing the praises of... Oh, let me see if I can read this. Uh, and uh, uh, here, here, I'm gonna get it. Hang on. And Selzim. 
That was perfect. Is that perfect? Okay. It rolled off the tongue like okay. like a golden glittering word of uh, what you said. Okay, then. And Selsim and everybody in the Recycled Heroes Guild on Blackwing Lair. For helping my level 60 then and now 65, Prot Warrior Cassell becoming a tanking blueberry, meaning all his slots have a blue in them. Well, time to wrap this up because I'm writing this from Warsong Gulch, and there seems to be a holy priest running toward me with a blade-storming warrior behind him. Strength and honor for the hor- I got cut off. And now I'm waiting to rest. So, strength and honor for the horde. Death silence, Blackwig Lair. That was a cinematic letter. That was. You could just see them coming, man. They were just... What are you writing a letter while you're in Warsong Gulch? Oh, my goodness. That had action in it. It did. (laughs) It did indeed. Uh, But thank you very much. And, hey, glad... uh, your 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 rogue is eighty. That is awesome. Congratulations, and that Aye, you're getting excellent. some nice gear going there. That is sweet. I'd never heard the term tank and blueberry. Had you? Uh, no, I have not. Well, I'm I, glad you explained what that meant there too, because I did not know. I'm thinking the only blueberry I know is on my warlock. Aye, I wouldn't. Have, that's the first thing I thought of. I wouldn't have had a clue unless he told us that uh, it's a blue item in every slot. Very cool. Well done. Well very, earned. Very very nice. So thank you so much for writing in. Excellent. Aye, thank you. Thank you, Death Silence. All right. Uh, oh, an email here? Oh, oh, it's from Moonhawk. And here we are. Let's read this one. Okay. Hey, bunny-loving Auntie Ed and Stompin' V. This is Moonhawk sending you a mailhawk. Well, hang on. There, that's all you get on the raw version. Okay, please continue. <laughs> Aye. Well, that was good enough. I like that one almost like as good that? as the other one. Okay, good. Here we go. Here's what he writes. I've completed two new achievements, and both in Stormwind. The first one was going through the stockade, and the second one was the fishing diplomat, which means I've fished out some fish in Orgrimmar and Stormwind. I'm an enchanter, so I earned some cash selling low-level mats, and I was thinking about running through dead mines as well, since there's lots of drops there. Haven't done any quests in a while, kind of waiting for the next big patch, which will give us cross-realm instance runs. It'll be kind of kind of like Battlegrounds, but you can queue for many instances at once, so it's going to be very easy to find groups. But uh, back to Stormwind. I killed the bread bitch again. <laughs> I think that's, that's a moniker that seems to be sticking. Well, we'll see what we can do about that. <laughs> She was walking there, looking smug, pissed me off. Even my new penguin pet got red eye, red glowing eyes. I must have ripped her apart like three or four times, and it didn't help. It didn't help that three little gnomes were following me around on their robot mounts, which I'm very sure they control by sitting with a joystick up their asses. They were all leveled. At, you know what? Take a look at a gnome for just 15 seconds. You'll see what he's talking about. They were all level 74, a rogue, and two warriors. And after a long time of following me around, they thought they should go PvP and kill me. Big mistake to flag themselves. I was carnage itself, and I've never been so fast to kill anything. I hate gnomes. I'm going to kill every gnome I come across, and the bread bitch again, too. I don't know why. She just rubs me the wrong way with her smug look and walking so carelessly. Guess that's all I've got for now. 
Give everyone a high five from me for the horde. Damn it, Moonhawk, that's the kind of thing I like to hear. When you've got an opinion and you stick to it and you back it up with blood and steel and I've... <coughs> Excuse me, I'm choking on my own enthusiasm here. I've got something to say to Moonhawk. If you should happen to run across the bread bitch, as you call her, uh, you better keep an eye over your shoulder. Because I want not met her. And her name is Kira Songshine, and she's a delightful creature, very gentle, very nice, winks, smiles, knows me, and now I know her. So if you care to take her down, just uh, just keep an eye out for the angry dwarf, and we'll see how well you do against somebody that's armed with something other than a rope of bread. Strong, bewildering words from a dwarf. Mixed signals. Very mixed signals there in that email from you. Uh, <laughs> I'm proud of you, Moonhawk, but I'll bat your brains out if you go after that, that poor young lass again. Yeah, you seem to be taking this a little personally here with the, the bread vendor there. Uh, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Not you. I, I know Moonhawk is. And oh, you too, I... actually, come to think of it. Uh, but <laughs> very nice story. I do enjoy uh, hearing about tales of... Well, uh, kicking butt, you know, you just, you, what's not to like? Aye, it's, 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 it's very odd, it's very odd. I don't know how to interpret these strange feelings I'm having, because I want to bash his brains out for, for, for attacking Kira Songshine, but I want to pat him on the back repeatedly and shake his hand for killing the gnomes. <laughs> but that is very cool, thank you so much for sending in your email. Aye, aye, thank you very much. We have an email from Sagan! Who writes in and says, Greetings, Andy, Ed, and Big V. First off, congrats, V, for hitting 80. Now that you have hit the cap, is there an instance you really want to run? Say the word, and I'll be bringing my fireballs of hissing doom. Also, I heard Ed was sick with the flu. I hope you're feeling better now. Just in case, I bring you a get well story and hope it brings a smile or two. So there I was in Wintergrass. The Horde had not only won the battle, we won with 16 minutes to spare. For those who don't know, uh, Winter Grasp game has the 30-minute timer. On with the story. After the battle, everyone dispersed. I left the raid, but stayed behind. I wanted to buy an heirloom from the quartermaster. So I pop on my flying carpet and move over to the vendor. I made sure to float above the ground a bit while I shopped. Why, you ask? Because I don't want to be ganked. I really can't watch for alleys because I'm viewing the vendor window. So if I'm floating on my carpet, I can fly up if I get attacked. Hence, saving my little blood elf feed from a long run back to my corpse. I guess I was too tempting a target. A night elf druid by the name of Spirit Chaser thought it would be fun to moonfire me. What is it with druids in this moonfire? <laughs> While my back was turned. I got away with plenty of hit points to spare. I simply flew up. He followed me and got on a roof and moonfired me again. I flew higher. He followed. At this point, I'm thinking, crap. This guy is going to pop out of his druid bird form and get me with another moon fire and pop back into his bird form and do it again. And that is exactly what he did. Oh, dear. I, was, I was preparing to flee the area before he can come back up. The sudden splat stopped me. The guy either forgot to pop back into bird form or he couldn't do it fast enough. <laughs> 
the jerk was a dead splatter on the stone floor below. <laughs> it doesn't end there, however. Ooh. I had healed up and went back to the vendor. The druid came back, and I flew up again to get out of range. He didn't follow. Had he given up? I flew back down and taunted him a bit, flying on my carpet around his head. He got me once when I got too close, but he wouldn't follow me up. Oh, well, fun was over. Time to leave. I guess he wasn't through with me, after all, because he popped into flight form only to be ganged by a rogue. <laughs> Before he could leave the ground. He was busy watching me that he didn't notice the rogue. Dead again. That's all for the story. The guy did come back, but got killed again by the rogue while I shopped. Last thing. <laughs> One last thing. Shoutouts to Brannigan and Tostic for tanking and healing. Many, many thanks for helping me and the guild out on various runs and whatnot, even though we are pissed about it. You guys are awesome. And that is from Sagan Above the Air. Awesome story, Sagan. I love stories about people that should never have gotten out of bed that morning. <laughs> oh, that was just not happening for that druid, huh? Oh, Not a darn thing. So that was awesome. Thank you so much for brightening my day with that. That was great. Hi, that was uh, that was what that that's a uh, put a smile on your face kind of story. <laughs> it is. It was just like, oh man, you just. It's almost, and I was almost waiting to see. And then the next thing that happened, the Reaver showed up and stepped on him. You know, that was like the next thing I was waiting to happen in the story. Really, whoever it was might as well have gone uh, gone out to to the Outlands and and looked him up. <laughs> he just <laughs> said, was not having yeah, a good go ahead, time. Finish, finish the job. It's that kind of day. Go ahead. <laughs> exactly. Thank uh, you so much, Zagan. Well done. Excellent. Thank you for writing that in. Uh, this email here. What we have? What do we have? It's from Ilud. And the email reads as as follows. Anti-Ed and Big V. First, I want to share how much your guildmate Vivamort enjoyed your selection of Baltimore's Tarzan Boy for a recent podcast. Oh, that's a bit of music that you played last time. Uh, yeah, a few shows ago. So, so much so that he did an amazing impression of the male Toran dance in the kitchen. It was totally hilarious. I would, I would love to have seen that. You should have taken a picture there. Uh... Aye, aye. Uh, on, on to the griping and complaining. Oh, dear. Here we go. That Arugal guy drops his clothes for everybody. Like everybody. What do I get? A pointy rock thing. I'm a spellcaster. I specifically fought my way through that rat-infested rabid dog pound to get those robes. Do I even care that I got the achievement for killing them? No. It was a pisser, I tell you. All of Azeroth seems to be suffering from a critical shortage of spider silk. So, being a good researcher that I am, I check out where others are finding this precious item. With regard to the Arathi Highlands, the message boards are filled with entries like this. I just popped on for like 10 minutes during my lunch break and got uh, 25 spider silk, 10 thick spider silk, a gold bar, and a flaming amulet of impending doom. And then I found out I'd gotten a raise. Who are these people? They suck. I have been going out to every region of Arathi Highlands, which, by the way, caused me to burst into my Julie Andrews in Sound of Music impersonation. I come back with every syphilitic, noxious spider part I can imagine. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, that one snuck up on me. If I, <laughs> if I am lucky, I might get one piece of silk. I love the show, and I love being part of Off the Air Guild for the Horde. Elod. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> Excellent what you ascribed there. Oh, uh, that so, was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I know. You always have these people. Well, now we put the call out there to everyone on off the air. If you get spider silk, please send it over to Elod. Aye. Aye. Uh, who knew it was so rare? I didn't know that, but then again, I'm not really paying attention. So uh, we'll definitely try to send over what we can for you, but good lord. Well, and I know exactly. Oh, he's in uh, Shadowfang Keep, uh, the Ar- Argyle guy. I... And I know those robes you're referring to because the time I did it back on my little lock, those robes did not drop either. So I feel your pain. Stingy, stingy pigs that hold on to these things. Yeah, I know. They give you, like, here's some plate. Thanks. Aye, and for everybody in all the emails that got a call out for being swine or bastages or whatever they did, we will wish to send them a big package of syphilitic noxious spider parts. <laughs> Indeed we would. Aye. So thank you so much for sending in your email, and thanks to everyone who sent in their email for this show. And you Aye. got to hear your emails read raw. This is awesome. By the Angry Dwarf, no less. Raw, no editing, top to bottom. It was oh. as... As is. Wizzy, gonna, wizzy, ooh, wiggy, wizzy, wiggy. Wizzy, wizzy, wig. Yes. Wizzy, oh. wig. <laughs> and thank you so much for writing in, guys. Thank you for having me back on, on, on yeah. FTH Radio. It was my pleasure to come and, and play again and read the scrolls. I love it. It's fun. Yes, I know. You keep busting in here. So thank you very much for doing that. <laughs> Most welcome. Thank you. Well, look at that. Only one music break. And absolutely no editing, and you get a frickin' show twice as long as you normally would. See what see what editing does for you? See? Anyway, thank you very much for listening to this episode of For the Horde Radio. And if you would like to uh, check out what is uh, some, our, the, the mods mentioned by Grandmaster Z, or pretty much anything that we've talked about on this show, check out our website, www.forthehorderadio.com, and upon which you will find our huge list of emails. No, I'm not reading them. Uh, our very, very long list of emails that we have for everyone here on staff at FTH Radio, as well as our call-in line, 206-888-3130. Thank you very much for downloading and listening to this show. We hope you enjoyed. We will return now at on December 27th, if all goes well, for our special holiday extravaganza show, which we're very, very confident that you guys are going to enjoy that. So, otherwise, uh, we wish you a very happy Pilgrim's Day and all the other holiday events in between, between now and then. And uh, we will return then for another unedited, unpolished, raw episode of... Normally, 
normally this is where we have our outtakes, as you well know. But due to the rawness of the show, we really didn't have any outtakes. So what we do have, we have eight, we have a single outtake, and it is not by anyone on staff. This outtake came to us inadvertently, although they didn't know it at the time. This is an outtake from a call-in. Hello, everyone. This is Andros of the Gutter Skypes. I play as Vivamort and Orox with the Off the Air Guild on the Madarin server. I'm calling in to say congratulations, Big V, for reaching level 80. The tundra of the Northrend trample... I'm going to do this over again. Take two. Okay, I lied. We actually do have one outtake from the show. See, I told you I'm in a bitchy mood. That's okay. I've still got the troll love. You still have the troll... Oh, thank you so much. Yes. Yes. Okay. I don't care what you want to talk about. You could talk about ducks fucking for all I care. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Talk about whatever the hell you want. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs>